Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Want to change the world? Start off by making your bed. Wow, good morning, Michael. That's a good way to dive right into it. Would you ever go into business with the mob? I think you're asking the wrong person. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask somebody else. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Good morning, Michigan. A very pleasant Tuesday to you. Michael Patrick Shields from the end of the road at the top of the world with a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. We get your... Tuesday, Turkey on the Road with a big old Mega Millions coming tonight. Nearly half a billion dollars at stake in the Michigan Lottery. And hopefully that money stays in Michigan in one of our pockets, yours or mine or whoever. And you can enjoy the holiday fun with Holiday Instance, too, from Michigan Lottery when you go to get those Mega Millions tickets. Holiday Instance have top prizes up to a half million dollars, and they're the perfect gift to light up the season for friends, family, or you, holiday instance, a little holiday play can make your day. Now, I'm going to tell you about the days that are ahead of you here with the help of some weather experts and meteorologists. Blizzard conditions are possible in Michigan just before the Christmas weekend. You wanted a white Christmas, you just might get it. The National Weather Service says wind gusts expected to be between 45 and 60 miles an hour with snow. That's like a hurricane almost. Uh, Lengthy power outages are possible. AAA Michigan is predicting 3.5 million Michiganders will travel at least 50 miles from home between December 23rd and January 1st. In the middle of all of that. And uh, our Christmas spectacular is this Friday with uh, lots of... uh, Fun memories and surprising people and friends you've come to know through the program are annual. With Tony Cuthbert and the orchestra, too, performing on that day. So we'll see you there at downtown Lansing. If you happen to be around and you can sled your way to it, it's just right there next to the Grand Traverse Pie Company between 6 and 9 a.m. And we'd love to see you there. Come on in and say hi. Jump on the microphone if you want or don't. But we'll be there and there'll be lots of the friends that you've come to know on the program there, too. Also through our AT&T line, of course. Now, in the middle of this blizzard coming, NASA has pinpointed the coldest spot on Earth. I thought it was Pelston, Michigan, which is the icebox of the nation usually. And it's some geographical feature that makes Pelston the coldest spot in the state almost always, even though it's in the lower peninsula, not the upper peninsula. Nevertheless, NASA says that they've used Earth satellites... And the researchers have discovered a ridge on the East Antarctic Plateau that has the lowest temperature on the planet. I know you're waiting for the number. Temperatures at that spot can get as low as 135 degrees below zero on a clear winter night. (laughs) Is that ice in your drink? I'm afraid to ask what that was. (laughs) Teeth chattering, maybe? Let's just say that. Okay. Ooh, 
a big portion of the United States is going to get an Arctic blast this week. Now, it won't be 135 degrees below zero, but can you even imagine that? Can you even think of it? Uh, the wind chills this week uh, will fall to somewhere between 30 and 60 below, thanks to that winter storm system. That's down here. And imagine it's double that up there. But I think Fahrenheit gets funny. I don't think you can quantify 60 versus 135 because I think it's a sort of a geometric progression. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's why we're talking to Mark Torregrosa a little bit later, the chief meteorologist at MLive, and he'll tell you exactly what to expect weather-wise coming uh, with your travels and with the coldest spot on Earth. If you are traveling and you're one of the 276,000 people who own a Dodge Magnum Charger or Challenger or a Chrysler 300, Stellantis is telling you in the model years 2005 to 2010 not to drive them. The warning is due to a third person now dying in a crash as a result of an exploding Takata airbag. Five people have been killed driving or riding in those vehicles because of the airbag inflator. That thing is supposed to protect you, not kill you. Uh, meanwhile, 43-year-old Corey Oman of Sheboygan, where we're heard on WMKT, charged with a false report or threat of terrorism, using a computer to commit a crime, and being an habitual offender for threatening the Sheboygan Middle School. Why? Upset by a decision involving one of his kids. And, uh, boy, isn't that something to teach the kids? Sheboygan County Sheriff Dale Claremont says the suspect was caught, and they're going to hold him accountable. The two counts of omen charged yesterday are 20-year felonies. So try to stay cool, especially at school. The Dow yesterday lost 163 points. S&P fell 34 points. The NASDAQ was down 159 points. There are recession fears, and that's the fourth straight down session for Wall Street. Losses in Disney and Amazon were weighing on the market sentiment, is what they call it there. So they're hoping for a Santa Claus rally, but the hopes for that are fading. Uh, so, too, are the hopes of Sam Bankman-Fried, the FTX crypto founder. He uh, was in court again yesterday, and then it got confusing. They couldn't figure out why he was actually there. He's in the Bahamas, you see. He's 30 years old. He was a multi-billionaire, and then it all collapsed in 24 hours, the crypto scheme that he had going. So he's got a half a dozen criminal counts now, fraud and conspiracy and all that, stealing billions of dollars from the customers, taking it for his own money, and uh, repaying loans from his hedge fund and giving away some money to politicians, too. So he's in the Bahamas, and uh, the conditions in the jail there are so bad no running water, no toilet, rats, concrete. Uh, he sleeps on like the, essentially the floor. And let's just say he's a little soft. So now he's saying, all right, extradite me back to the United States. I can't live in this kind of condition, especially when the day before he was in a $30 million condo in the Bahamas just down the street. What a fall from grace. He and uh, Elizabeth Holmes and maybe Donald Trump, too, because the House committee investigating the former president says there are criminal charges. And he, they've referred it over to the Justice Department to take him away or at least proceed with a trial. So we'll see if that happens with former President Donald Trump. Insurrection. It all has to do with January 6th 
and the fact that he refused to tweet to, to the people following him to stay calm and not be violent. Speaking of violent, that arms dealer that got freed for Brittany Griner, Victor Boot, uh, the merchant of death, he's in Ukraine already, according to the Russian state media. And uh, he says he supports the invasion of Ukraine and he would like to have been a volunteer fighter if he had the skills. He's on the loose, and some loser of the day in North Texas stole the baby Jesus statue from the nativity scene at Sundance Square, and they're looking for him. He'd get charges of vandalism if and when they find him. It's Michael Patrick Shields. Give back baby Jesus, for God's sake. Welcome to your Tuesday. in the riches at Firekeepers. We're giving away 175,000 in prizes with the Ring in the Riches giveaway on Friday, December 30th. You could win up to 23,000 cash or one of two new GMC SUVs. Earn entries daily for the drawings on December 30th. At 2 p.m., six winners will each get 2,300 in Red Hot credits. At 4 p.m., three players will each win 2,300 in Red Hot credits and 2,300 cash. At 6 p.m., one player will score $23,000 cash. And at 8 p.m., one player wins a GMC Acadia. Then at 10 p.m., it's a grand prize drawing for a GMC Yukon AT4. Don't miss the Ring and the Riches giveaway on December 30th. The best giveaways, the biggest guaranteed prizes, only at Firekeepers. Get your Vegas on at Firekeepers Casino Hotel, I-94 to exit 104 in Battle Creek. Management reserves all rights. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. Traverse City is more than a place, it's a destination. And for many, it's a dream, but a dream that's reachable and ready every single day. Just a car ride away. Traverse City is diverse, though, from beaches to boating to bluffs to wine and food Shopping and snowmobiling, gaming and golf. The possibilities are countless. So become a regular in Traverse City where you'll feel away and at home because its people are its charm. For more information on your winter true escape getaway, visit TraverseCity.com. Cecily Strong has exited Saturday Night Live. The actress took multiple episodes off earlier in the season to act in a play. A sign that she may be looking to move on to some other things. SNL has now seen many stables in the program exit in recent seasons, including Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, Pete Davidson, and Chris Rand. Sharon Osbourne is back home after a medical emergency sent her to the hospital Friday evening. She was reportedly filming an episode of a show with her son Jack in California when she fell ill. Saturday night, Jack took to social media to announce She's been given the all clear from the doctor and is back at home, but he added he won't be disclosing what happened to his mother and will wait for her to speak about it when she is ready. 
Drake is planning to go on tour in 2023 during an interview with an online betting and gambling website called Stake. Drizzy said the thing he's looking most forward to next year is a tour, but didn't give any details about dates as will mark Drake's first tour since 2018's Aubrey and the Three Migos Tour. One, two, three! And the drummer for the Rascals has died. The spokesman for Dino Dinelli says he passed away in Manhattan on Thursday at the age of 78. Rascals guitarist Gene Cornish called Dinelli his brother and the greatest drummer that he's ever seen. The band split up in 1972 but were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1997. That's Entertainment Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. year from Michael Patrick Shields radio stations across the state of Michigan where blizzard conditions are possible with a major winter storm that's going to hit Michigan just before the holiday weekend according to the forecasters a strong winter storm is the way they put it the National Weather Service impacting the region Thursday and Friday with the high potential for making travel dangerous including those blizzard conditions Uh, with winds gusting over 45 miles an hour and some models calling for gusts as high as 60 miles an hour with snow on top of it. And that means power outages, possibly lengthy ones, are also possible. Forewarned is forearmed, and uh, apparently it's uh, looking like a cold. And uh, it's a little less clear as to when the worst of the storm will track. But uh, we're looking at 40 to 60 mile an hour winds and snow and cold. And a lot of people are expected to travel during that period, during this low pressure system. And it uh, will move northeast right into the Great Lakes. Uh, Now, there's a chance for rain and snow on Thursday that could change into freezing rain Thursday night. And by Friday, that temperature will drop, and uh, we're going to get snow, too. High of 32, low of 25, and that's cold enough to freeze up the roads and so forth and so on. And wind chills will be below zero. And um, the forecast could change, but right now, this is what we're looking at. It is a white Christmas. You asked for it, and you got it. And uh, every year, uh, when we think about Christmas and You know, you turn on the basketball game and you watch these kids that play for NCAA teams like Michigan State, superstar coaches like Tom Izzo, and maybe you even bet on some of those games. It looks all like, you know, almost like professional basketball, like these guys are adults. They're young adults, but at heart they're kids. And so is their coach, Tom Izzo, because on his radio show he gathers the players around before they go home for the holidays, if they get to go home for the holidays. And decides to have a little Christmas because when he was a kid in the Upper Peninsula, he learned to play the accordion. So he trots out the accordion and usually puts on a Christmas hat. And uh, and it sounds like this. Just, just follow me now.
So that's the Michigan State basketball team singing in the background. Yeah, I didn't say it was Carnegie Hall. It's Reno's with Tom Izzo, who probably plays the accordion once a year. Mine is still somewhere in a box, too. And I remember finding it amazing that when I saw his accordion at that performance one year, sure enough, in the big old box that carries the accordion are the notes that the teacher gave you, you know, how to play the songs and everything and all the musical pages and notes. And his were in there, too. All those years later, just kind of yellowed on paper, sitting in the box just like mine were and still are. Uh, you got a little more? Sure, let's do it. It's Christmas, Tony Cuthbert and the orchestra. Here's Tom Izzo and his one-man orchestra, along with his basketball player singers. They're talking. I'll just warm up my next, my next big song. <laughs> Tom Izzo loves golf, and uh, NBC has decided to put two of its announcers out to pasture, Roger Maltby. They've both been there about 23 years, and Gary Koch. And this weekend at the PNC Championship in Orlando, they said goodbye, and it sounded like this. Well, it is appropriate. If, if this is your last call of your last shot, you're calling the best. You are the best, Gary. Well, Peter, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yes, it has. I have uh, absolutely enjoyed every moment of the 26 years, and uh, we were clearly around at the right time, weren't we? I was there when uh, Tiger won his very first event in 1996 at Las Vegas. I was fortunate enough to be on that call and certainly been involved in uh, a number of his other victories. The moment was just too big for him, Gary. <laughs> and Tiger missed the putt while Gary Koch was calling it there on camera. But Tiger did not miss the putt at TPC Sawgrass when Gary Koch made this famous call at the 17th Island Green. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Not the most poetic call, but one of the most famous because the putt trickled down by the hole and actually fell in. And so he just sort of repeated it as the putt got better and better and better and better. And he'll be fully retired. Roger Maltby will still do limited events, I guess, for Golf Channel because he just couldn't you know, give it up. He was having too much fun doing it. So they said goodbye this weekend after... Uh, quarter century of golf broadcasting for NBC. It's Michael Patrick Shields all across we Michigan. We wish them very good luck. And the Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue as he did for them to know the word that sustains the weary and to think of golf and sunshine in the middle of a blizzard. Why not? It's MPS through the AT&T microphones.
The White House COVID response coordinator is urging people to get their updated booster shots. Dr. Ashish Jha told ABC's This Week that 90% of the country is seeing a rise of COVID infections and hospitalizations right now. The good news here is that we can prevent those infections from turning into serious illness if people go out and get that updated bivalent vaccine. The updated vaccine is essential for keeping people out of the hospital. However, less than half of nursing home residents have gotten an updated COVID vaccine despite their increased risk of illness. New York Senator Charles Schumer is urging the Federal Drug Administration to investigate a shortage of children's medicine. He says basic drugs such as Tylenol, Robitussin, and Ibuprofen are sometimes hard to find locally and nationally. There's been a huge surge of flu RSV cases recently, as well as an uptick in COVID. The Senate Majority Leader is hoping the FDA can expedite approvals of foreign manufacturers. Veterans exposed to burn pits and other toxic substances can now apply for expanded benefits under a new PACT Act. Health Update, Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Ken Dalifor played for the Lions. We now have a team that is 7-7 seven and seven and going to Carolina on Saturday. What are they doing right? <laughs> They're doing a lot of things right. All the foundational stuff is starting to play out and win. They've got a group of young guys that can run and well-coached, and football's important to them, and it's starting to show in the results. So it's pretty fun. It's going to be fun when they play their last regular season game at night, perhaps, at Green Bay in the open air of the frozen tundra. It's Michael Patrick Shields. If you want to escape all this weather, you can do so through Capital Region International Airport, flylancing.com or aveloair.com, and Nicole Noll-Williams is the CEO of that airport. And uh, I asked her, where are people going to when they come to the airport, park their car for $10 a day, and climb aboard a flight? continues to be for the leisure market. We've got Avello Airlines with service to Orlando. They've been evening flights on Thursday, Sundays, January 12th. It changes over to an early departure, morning departure. So for those that are traveling with families, they might find that a little bit easier. Still on Thursday, Sunday flight times going back and forth. And then Washington, D.C. continues to be the number one business destination. And, of course, we've got that American Airlines service with those nonstop flights to D.C. So we're hitting two of our top markets with nonstops. And then, of course, American having flights to Chicago and Delta having flights to Detroit. So you don't have to take that drive down to Detroit. Hop on the flight, get your extra miles, your extra segment points counted towards your status. Make it easy just to hop right on the flights from Lansing. Flylancing.com, aveloair.com, and you can check it all out there for yourself. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. Are you a veteran or a current service member or a dependent? Find a supportive and welcoming environment at Oakland University in Rochester, Michigan. Learn more about OU's Veterans Support Services at oakland.edu slash veterans. And at Meyer, you get more of the things you want most, more local produce, more home decor, more free prescriptions. More importantly, you get them all for less at Meyer. So why would you pay more? When we talk about heating your home, change is big. It's solar panels and batteries powering every Michigan business. It's a smart thermostat in every home. And Consumers Energy is making it happen. If you haven't heard, they're working hard to ensure Michiganders have access to sustainable, reliable, affordable energy. And you can learn more at ConsumersEnergy.com slash clean energy. It's Michael Patrick Shields with a clean show this morning through the AT&T microphones. And winter white coming our way in the way of a blizzard later this week.
NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. The Supreme Court is pausing the lifting of Title 42 for now. Brian Shook reports. Chief Justice John Roberts granted a temporary stay Monday afternoon. Several states filed an emergency application asking the high court to keep Title 42 from ending, claiming it would lead to an overwhelming flood of immigrants. The rule allowed border agents to expel any immigrant over COVID concerns. The Biden administration has to respond by 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday if they want the stay lifted. I'm Brian Shook. The House committee investigating last year's attack on the Capitol is referring criminal charges against former President Trump to the Department of Justice. Virginia Democrat Elaine Luria is on the panel and spoke after the vote. We are passing along our information to them because we do ultimately believe that accountability is necessary here. The panel is recommending the DOJ investigate Trump for inciting an insurrection, conspiracy to defraud the U.S., conspiracy to make a false statement, and obstruction of an official proceeding. The referrals mark the culmination of the investigation into the January the 6th, 2021 attack and the role that Trump played before, during, and after the riot. As the flu season surges in the U.S., a purchase limit on children's pain and fever medication is being brought down at some major retailers across the country. Walgreens is limiting purchases online of six per online order for all over-the-counter pediatric fever reducers, while recommending that customers buying in-store check the website for inventory at certain locations. CVS is limiting purchases to a two-product limit on all children's pain relief products. And an Ohio man who plotted to kill a family as part of a custody dispute is going to spend the rest of his life behind bars. A judge handed eight life sentences without the possibility of parole to George Wagner IV for his role in the massacre of eight members of the Roden family. Prosecutors say Wagner and his family plan to kill the Roden family over a custody dispute. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Two cases that consider if social media platforms could be held accountable for acts of terrorism highlight the U.S. Supreme Court's February calendar. The court will hear a case against Google and a case against Twitter, both in which the plaintiffs claim the social media platforms are guilty of aiding and abetting terrorism. One complaint claims that Google not only recommended videos that were posted by ISIS, but also shared advertising revenue with the terrorist group. And Epic Games is expected to pay a record fine to the feds over privacy violations. The North Carolina-based creator known for the popular game Fortnite has agreed to give $520 million to the Federal Trade Commission. It's in connection to complaints that the company violated children's privacy laws and tricked young people into making unintended purchases. Under the settlement, Epic Games must adopt stricter privacy settings and refunds will be provided to Fortnite customers. The video game company says it accepted the agreement because it wants to be at the forefront of consumer protection. This is the biggest penalty ever issued by the FTC. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. You get some silver in your pocket. Yeah, we used to call it silver. I don't think it's actually made of silver. The coins uh, that you get from returning bottles and so forth and so on. And in Michigan, we've lived with this for a long, long time now. Three decades or more that you've uh, had a bottle of Budweiser and you want to return it for a dime and you can take it off your bill or you can even just get the money if you want. Does the system still work? Chad Livengood, politics editor at the Detroit News. And uh, we're talking about, in his column, he's written about the retailers and the environmentalists and the system 
that we've been using for cans and bottles and certain things, alcohol and pop, not juice or water. We don't know. We'll see where we are with all of it. Thank you for being here. You're now the politics editor once again at the Detroit News. Uh, good morning, Michael Patrick. Yeah, the bottle bill, uh, we, uh, voters in this, this state passed this uh, law in 1976. And uh, it was uh, seen as pioneering, creating a 10-cent deposit on every uh, Pepsi and, and Mountain Dew and Verner's and, and Coke. But, you know, 50 years, almost 50 years later, we've got a whole lot of other bottles that aren't part of the bottle bill. Uh, the, the, the juices, uh, the um, Starbucks uh, bottles, uh, the, uh, the power drinks, uh, um, everything you can, you can think of, you, know, you walk into the convenience store, most of those things now are not even, uh, most of the things in, in the cooler are not even subject to the bottle bill. Water bottles, uh, things that, that, uh, re, re, uh, that, um, consumer companies had just not even conceived really, beverage companies had not conceived back in the 70s, now exist, and our bottle bill has not kept up with the times as far as as what is recyclable, and even some of the same type of bottles. I, I've used this example before. The Fago plant uh, in Detroit on, on Gratiot Avenue, uh, they, they use the same two-liter for, like, the Ohana um, lemonade uh, drink. It, 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 it gets bottled in the same two-liter as Rock and Rye, uh, but that two-liter for the lemon drink is not subject to the bottle bill, and the difference is in the fizz. Uh, it is a matter of carbonation. And uh, if, if a drink is not carbonated uh, it is, or it's not alcohol, uh, it is not subject to the bottle bill. Uh, even if it's not alcohol, like we can get wine in a can, uh, in a 12-ounce in a can. It's the same as that can is the, is the can of Budweiser or Miller Lite, but that, too, is not subject uh, to, to the bottle bill. So we have a lot of things that are just getting left out of it. We've created a, two different recycling systems in the state, one for a narrow amount of aluminum, glass, and and what's known as PET plastic, and the rest is, is going into general recycling. But what's happening now is consumers' uh, habits on recycling are changing. Uh, and a lot of people, and we're sort of finding, even I'm finding just sort of anecdotally younger people, are not going to the trouble of go, taking the cans back to the store um, and returning them. And in this, this was starting to happen uh, about ten years ago, ten years before the pandemic. The, the bottle return rate uh, for the state was was declining. Back in the in the nineties, it was always in the mid ninety percentile, uh, and it had dipped down to eighty nine percent in two thousand nineteen. And then when the, the bottle returns were shut down by the governor, uh, during the pandemic, because everyone was concerned that it was another way to spread, uh, the coronavirus and you couldn't take bottles back for months on end at grocery stores, uh, there was a, um, uh, a huge drop in redemption rate. It went down to 73% in 2020. Then last year, it only, it only bounced back up to 75%. Um, so, uh, there's concern that, that this this system has become broken over time uh, and that it's not being used as much uh, as it was before. And it also represents a real small part of our overall recycling. Uh, uh, beer and wine and, and um, soft drink distributors say it's, it's about 
3% of all recyclable material uh, essentially ends up in the bottle return system. So it's not a not a huge part of our of our overall recycling. And overall, Michigan actually uh, is is kind of lousy when it comes to recycling overall. We're less than twenty percent of our material is recycled, and the national average is about thirty two percent. So there's there's concern overall that that even among environmentalists that this is this is not. Uh, as as great as we we say it is <laughs> to ourselves. So is is there a proposal to do away with the deposit law or increase it for juice bottles and monster drinks and all the rest or or what? Yeah. Well, that's where it gets complicated because the, the voters of the state passed this law and our constitution requires that the legislature is going to change a voter initiated law. They have to have a three fourths majority. Um, and that's a very high hurdle to uh, to, uh, to 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 get over in, in, in over at the Capitol. I mean, you remember when when they passed the medical marijuana law in 2008, and, and it took years to change that law um, because just getting three fourths majority uh, on anything in in, in the uh, in the legislature is is pretty difficult. So that is one one of the reasons. I mean, I, I call this the, the most sacred of all sacred cows. Uh, and, 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 and that really is, uh, the truth here. Uh, the retailers, uh, would love to, and, and, and beer and, and, uh, soft drink distributors, they would love to just get rid of this a law completely. The retailers do not like having to handle dirty cans. What it amounts to trash, um, uh, in, in another state, it would be trash. Um, but they don't like to handle that in stores. And, and I, I, for my column, I went and, and, and walked through a, a supermarket and sort of observed how they, how they handle it. And it's, it's a dirty business. I mean, and the, one, the owner of the Polly's Country Market mark, uh, um, chain down in Jackson, Washington, uh, Lenaway County, uh, he, he told me that, uh, They've they've seen everything you can imagine. A chewing tobacco is, is typical. Uh, it gets put into bottles, but uh, he's like one time they had they had meth residue uh, that sparked a fire at their store in Brooklyn uh, in in one of the machines. I mean, so in the machines they break down. They got to repair them. The retailers complain they don't get paid reimbursed much um, for all that money does, that doesn't get uh, redeemed. Seventy five percent of it goes into a fund over at the Envir- state environmental department. For uh, pollution, fluid site cleanup, and 25% the retailers can claim to to cover their costs, and the and the beer and soft drink distributors uh, they don't get anything, and that's that's one of the big their their big rubs is they have to handle all these these bottles, and and they don't ultimately um, uh, get reimbursed, and so just just fighting over the uh, the the what's known as the sheets, the unclaimed. Uh, uh, bottle deposits is probably a one fight, and then just a matter of what do you expand it to water bottles? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the retailers and that have to handle them, they they they, uh, they adamantly oppose an expansion because that would just increase the volume of, of plastic or cans that they'd have to handle. Damn right. When I was a kid, they didn't have machines, so I remember I had a job in a party store dealing with all those people who bring in giant plastic bags full of cans, and they were sticky and smelly and dirty and then uh and then uh, when i worked with my father for a while on on the budweiser delivery truck he'd have to bring in all these empties back every day and i'm surprised nobody really came to the conclusion by now but all those other drinks weren't available back then many of them anyway 
Chad Livengood is, you can read him anytime at the Detroit News. And lift a glass to him instead of a bottle. Fly Lansing nonstop to Orlando on Avello Airlines and enjoy Florida sunshine in no time. Fly from Lansing's Capital Region International Airport and enjoy affordable parking, hassle-free check-in, and short security lines. Starting October 26th, say hello to Avello with nonstop flights from Lansing to Orlando International Airport. Book your trip today at AveloAir.com. That's A-V-E-L-O-Air.com. And fly Lansing. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more, giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Now is the perfect time. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now at deanjobs.com and start your paid training. Head to deanjobs.com. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The White House says the January the 6th committee is getting to the truth of what happened during last year's Capitol riot. What we saw on January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. The panel referred four criminal charges against former President Trump for his alleged role in the attack. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Americans have to do everything they can to protect our democracy. The Supreme Court is pausing the lifting of Title 42 for now. Chief Justice John Roberts granted a temporary stay Monday afternoon. The rule allowed border agents to expel any immigrant over COVID concerns. The Biden administration has to respond by 5 p.m. Eastern today if they want the stay lifted. And FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried reportedly agreeing to be extradited to the U.S. from the Bahamas to face criminal charges in the collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange. The 30-year-old Bankman-Fried was indicted last week on more than a half a dozen criminal counts. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. To free your purple, purple, pink, purple, the Advent wreath comes to its conclusion. It did on Sunday, essentially, and now comes Christmas, the season of light. It'll be dark and cold and windy and snowy as a blizzard is headed our way. It's Michael Patrick Shields at the conclusion now of Advent. You know, and I'm failing my catechism because which Sunday was Gaudete Sunday? 
Was that this last weekend? Remember that song you used to hear, Gaudé Te, and we'd play it once in a while, and JP used to play it? We'll sort that out for you. I know Paul Long is listening right now from the Michigan Catholic Conference, is shaking his head, saying MPS. You should know that off the top of your head, but I just kind of forgot. That's coming. Uh, Tommy Brand, by the way, the state representative uh, who was uh, term limited out, the restaurateur from Grand Rapids, where we're heard on WTKG, has been named the House Member of the Year, according to MERS News. So congratulations to him, and I hope he has a nice big steak to celebrate. I don't think you're going to get a steak at the swearing-in ceremony January 1st in the cold on the Capitol lawn, but uh, there will be uh, uh, winter games and hot cocoa and a live ice sculpture and everything else, family-friendly activities open to the public, free to attend if you're looking for something to do on January 1st when the governor is sworn in, Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson is sworn in, Dana Nessel, the Attorney General, and then Richard Bernstein and Supreme Court Justice Brian Zara will be both sworn into the Supreme Court again for another term. It all starts at 10.30 a.m. outside the Capitol building at uh, on January 1st on New Year's Day. And the governor herself will be sworn in. And afterward, like I said, an ice sculpture and hot cocoa and winter games and drag queens. I don't know. Keep your eyes open. Who knows what you'll see on the lawn there. You will see the outgoing Supreme Court Justice Bridget Mary McCormick. And even though as of that date, she will no longer be a Supreme Court Justice, she is available to swear in those elected officials on the Capitol lawn. She's leaving to become the president and CEO of the American Arbitration Association's International Center for Dispute Resolutions. But I guess she'll have that honor one more time before she goes. Let's hope the weather is nice that day, but we're looking at something called a bomb cyclone that could hit the Midwest. Would it be gone by then? Well, there'll be several airlines already offering waivers because of the potential of this bomb cyclone in the Midwest to wreak havoc on holiday travel. So uh, there are Chicago, some of these cities, major hubs uh, that will be hit the hardest um, and so Texas, oh boy, Delta, all the you know, they're offering waivers for flights and dates and flight paths and so forth. It's right over the Midwest, and it could be dangerous wind chill, extreme cold, heavy snow, all the way down into Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, Merry Christmas in Dixie, that's the song that Jackson, Mississippi is mentioned in for what it's worth. And so uh, we're going to get heavy snow in Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Ohio. And the temperatures are going to plunge below zero in the northern plains. And uh, Christmas Day in Chicago, for instance, forecasted high of only 12 degrees. And it will be the coldest Christmas since 1996. Be very careful. Frostbite will attack exposed skin in as little as five minutes, according to what the experts are saying. Here it comes. in New York City. There's snow on the ground And out in California The sun shines falling down And maybe down in Memphis Graceland's all in light 
And in Atlanta, Georgia There's peace on earth tonight Christmas in Dixie It's snowing in the pines Even in the south it's cold Christmas from Dixie Michael Patrick Shields with you. I'm sure we're beyond Gaudete Sunday, and uh, we'll have that song for you in just a moment. By the way, it may be the most wonderful time of the year, but there are still things that are happening that are not wonderful. President Donald Trump now uh, might be charged in citing an insurrection uh, as the uh, conclusion of the uh, U.S. House uh, Committee's investigation was yesterday. Also, we're hearing that uh, Mike Shirky, the outgoing Senate Majority Leader in Michigan, uh, was talking about how Donald Trump was trying to get the Michigan legislatures, legislators who visited him in Washington to, quote, have some backbone and do the right thing. He wanted them somehow to maneuver to keep him in office, even though Joe Biden had beaten him in the election and they wanted to overturn the electors from Michigan. And this stuff really went on. And also, Robert De Niro is doing okay. He uh, had his home burgled in Manhattan. Some uh, woman came in there, and uh, she's 30 years old, and she wanted to steal his Christmas gifts that were under the tree. Robert De Niro, the actor, the Oscar winner from The Godfather and all the other movies, is 79 years old. And I guess he's okay. They got her. And uh, there were people who were showing expressions of uh, support. Somebody brought eight bags of takeout from Nobu, the restaurant that De Niro was among the founders. Can you imagine how much money eight bags of takeout from Nobu would cost? Anyway, they nabbed the lady and she's caught. So it's Gaudete by Steel Eye Span through this Advent season as we head into Christmas. It's uh, part of the Catholic faith. There it is by Tony Cuthbert and the orchestra. Starting route to top 10 state status. Proceed to the plan. The road to top 10 plan from business leaders from Michigan charts a course for Michigan's growth with key landmarks along the way. Turn right to compete for good jobs. Like bringing quality jobs to Michigan, investing in education and job training, rebuilding our infrastructure, and more. And if we follow the plan... You have reached your destination. Top 10 state status. Read the full plan at michigansroadtotop10.com. Get more for your money when you shop your holiday meal and more at Meyer. Find delicious Meyer spiral sliced ham for just 89 cents per pound, limit two, and get 50% off the entire stock of holiday apparel for the family and 50 to 60% off select outerwear for the family. Plus, get an additional 15% off your total toy department purchase with Emperks. Get more for your money and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. The Packers kept their slim playoff hopes alive after beating the Rams in Green Bay. Rams have been eliminated from playoff contention and tie the 99 Broncos for the most losses ever by a defending Super Bowl champ with 10. 
Rams defensive lineman and Packers corner Jair Alexander are the first two players to be elected to this year's Pro Bowl. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts sprained his throwing shoulder in their win over the Bears might not be available for Saturday's road matchup against the Cowboys. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor likely done for the rest of the season due to a high ankle sprain. In the association last night, Damian Lillard put up 28 to pass Clyde Drexler as a Trailblazers all-time leading scorer. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander spoiled the moment after hitting a baseline jumper at the buzzer to get the Thunder the win over Portland. Cavs down the Jazz for their fourth straight win. That's sports. Ronza Moss, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Thank you so much, Michael Patrick. It's always great working with you, and you make a difference talking to all the people that you do and pulling out the best in them as you have conversations, and it also gives us some really deep insights into what's really happening in our state. Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Outgoing State Senator Ken Horn, you may have just heard there. And, of course, he lives in Frankenmuth, where Bronner's Christmas Wonderland goes all year round. We're going to get a white Christmas, particularly this week, with a blizzard headed our way. 83 years, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has kept a commitment to members and everyone in Michigan by building healthier communities and providing access to care in every zip code. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. Tony Cuthbert is here to talk some sports and the bowl game that takes place today is the northernmost of all the bowl games and it involves a Michigan team. It sure does. None other than Eastern Michigan University. Michael Patrick, it is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl and that game will be this afternoon, and the Eagles will square off against none other than San Jose State. And looking at the updated betting line as we speak right now, it is the Spartans of San Jose State favored by three and a half. How do you like your potatoes? Scalloped, mashed, baked, fried? Ooh, what is boy. it? Hash browns? What is it? Mashed potatoes are my go-to, but I must say tonight mm. we are doing a baked potato bar at the household, so I'm going to have to give up my favorites for something I don't really care for, but I'm going to give it a whirl. Maybe I'll bake the old-fashioned potato skins and get rid of all that nonsense in the middle, if you know what I'm saying. What are you going to put on those baked potatoes? Because if you leave them in the oven long enough and they come out nice and fluffy and hot, they're delicious. But what you put on it is very important. First and foremost, we will be using the air fryer for this event that will take place, and then we will have... Fresh broccoli, bacon, and sharp cheddar cheese. That will be the go-to tonight. Pretty standard. Yeah. We're not too fancy when it comes to this stuff, unfortunately. But this is trail run. This is number one in terms of the trail. What about some CBD flakes or something like that? I uh, Yeah. You know what? I'll have to make a stop after I leave here, and I'll pick some up. I mean, if you know a good place, let me know, I guess, when it comes to all of that one. Hey, by the way, we have one other bowl game tonight. So maybe I'll be coming down from that baked potato with the CBD on it. It is Liberty, Liberty, Liberty taking on Toledo. It's all part of the, what is it, Boca Raton Bowl in Florida. So you have Boise and Boca tonight. What could be better than that when it comes to football? Monday Night Football last night, it was the Packers over the Rams 24-12. The defending Super Bowl champion Rams without Matthew Stafford due to injury have been eliminated from postseason contention. And that's brought to you by Dean Transportation. A Super Bowl hangover for sure. It's Michael Patrick Shields 
Available all day long, starting now at MIBigShow.com. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The White House says the January the 6th committee is getting to the truth of what happened during last year's Capitol riot. What we saw on January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. The panel referred four criminal charges against former President Trump for his alleged role in the attack. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Americans have to do everything they can to protect our democracy. The Supreme Court is pausing the lifting of Title 42 for now. Chief Justice John Roberts granted a temporary stay Monday afternoon. The rule allowed border agents to expel any immigrant over COVID concerns. The Biden administration has to respond by 5 p.m. Eastern today if they want the stay lifted. And FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried reportedly agreeing to be extradited to the U.S. from the Bahamas to face criminal charges in the collapse of the cryptocurrency exchange. The 30-year-old Bankman-Fried was indicted last week on more than a half a dozen criminal counts. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Bitterly cold weather for a good part of the lower 48 states to start the work week today. Highs in Montana today no better than about zero. Cold and windy, too, for the rest of the northwest and the northern plains. Wind chill factors below zero for many areas today, with wind chill warnings in place due to the cold wind and gusty winds and very cold temperatures. The plains will face severe wind chills much of the week. Lake effect snow showers will persist in the northeast today, several more inches south and east of Lakes Erie and Ontario. Light snow will bring slippery roads to eastern Kansas and all the way up to northern Minnesota. The rest of the upper Great Lakes, too. Heavy snow may hit the mountain states, especially parts of Wyoming and Colorado, late tonight and into Tuesday. To the south, a storm brings some heavy rainfall to eastern Texas and the central Gulf Coast. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. The House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot is referring criminal charges against former President Trump. Committee Chair Democrat Benny Thompson. The question is on the motion to favorably report to the House. Those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, no. In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. The bipartisan committee is accusing Trump and others of insurrection and other charges related to the Capitol attack. The event nearly two years ago saw Trump supporters break into the Capitol building to try to stop the vote that would certify the results of the 2020 presidential election. No former president has ever faced a criminal referral from Congress. It's now up to the Justice Department whether to pursue criminal charges. It's been a shaky night for people in Northern California. The United States Geological Survey says a magnitude 6.4 earthquake struck near Ferndale just after 2.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's since been followed by at least four smaller quakes. No tsunami warning has been issued, and there have been no reports of significant damage or injuries. Some people have, however, taken to social media with stories of their power being knocked out or their entire house shaking as a result. The Supreme Court is pausing the lifting of Title 42 for now. 
Brian Shook reports. Chief Justice John Roberts granted a temporary stay Monday afternoon. Several states filed an emergency application asking the high court to keep Title 42 from ending, claiming it would lead to an overwhelming flood of immigrants. The rule allowed border agents to expel any immigrant over COVID concerns. The Biden administration has to respond by 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday if they want the stay lifted. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is worth $465 million. It's been more than two months since players in California and Florida split a jackpot of more than $500 million in the multi-state lottery. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. It could be a stingy Christmas even for the rich. A new CNBC survey finds 80% of Americans with at least a million bucks worth of investable assets say they plan to spend less this holiday season because of inflation. It's 100% for millennial millionaires and 78% for boomers. And stores that cater to more well-heeled customers are expecting lower sales. But the survey also shows 60% of millionaires either definitely are not or probably won't change their investment strategies because they don't want to try timing the market and they aren't sure what changes to make anyway. A new survey shows Americans rich, poor, and in between aren't feeling all that positive about their financial situation heading into the new year. Sylvana Hanau reports. A new survey from Bankrate finds two-thirds say their finances will likely get worse next year, citing high inflation as the primary reason. Now, as for what may help lift their mood, 40% say making more money at work, 30% say having less debt, and about a quarter say making more money for investments and savings. Now, among their top financial goals for 2023, paying down debt, budgeting better, and saving more for emergencies. I'm Silvana Hanau. Apple is reportedly dropping out of the bidding for NFL Sunday ticket with an asking price estimated at $3.5 billion. Puck News says Apple no longer sees the logic in it. Amazon and YouTube are now seen as the front runners. And still hoping to get it there before Christmas, the deadlines for the cheapest option ground delivery for Christmas Eve arrival have all passed. The remaining UPS options include its three-day express. That deadline is today. Second day air is tomorrow, the 21st. And next day air is Thursday, the 21st. 22nd. The deadline for FedEx's three-day express saver is also today. It's tomorrow, the 21st, for the two-day, and one day is Thursday, and same-day FedEx delivery is Friday. And the only remaining postal service option for pre-Christmas arrival is Priority Express, and that deadline is also Friday. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio. The Packers kept their slim playoff hopes alive after beating the Rams in Green Bay. Rams have been eliminated from playoff contention and tie the 99 Broncos for the most losses ever by a defending Super Bowl champ with 10. Rams defensive lineman and Packers corner Jair Alexander are the first two players to be elected to this year's Pro Bowl. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts sprained his throwing shoulder in their win over the Bears. Might not be available for Saturday's road matchup against the Cowboys. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor likely done for the rest of the season due to a high ankle sprain. In the association last night, Damian Lillard put up 28 to pass Clyde Drexler as the Trailblazers' all-time leading scorer. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander spoiled the moment after hitting a baseline jumper at the buzzer to get the Thunder the win over Portland. Cavs down the Jazz for their fourth straight win. That's sports. Ron Moss. NBC News Radio. Bitterly cold weather for a good part of the lower 48 states to start the work week today. Highs in Montana today no better than about zero. Cold and windy too for the rest of the northwest and the northern plains. Wind chill factors below zero for many areas today with wind chill warnings in place 
due to the cold wind and gusty winds and very cold temperatures. The plains will face severe wind chills much of the week. Lake effect snow showers will persist in the northeast today, several more inches south and east of Lakes Erie and Ontario. Light snow will bring slippery roads to eastern Kansas and all the way up to northern Minnesota. The rest of the upper Great Lakes, too. Heavy snow may hit the mountain states, especially parts of Wyoming and Colorado, late tonight and into Tuesday. To the south, a storm brings some heavy rainfall to eastern Texas and the central Gulf Coast. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields, presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. I would say I am exactly like a ship carrying a cargo that will never reach any port. And as long as I'm alive, that ship will always be at sea, so to speak. Yes, sir. An Arafat, huh? Never a night in the same place. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. I hear you. I hear you. It's Michael Patrick Shields. What a year we have had with these microphones. Moved them all over to different countries and different states and different regions. And uh, we're very glad to be on all of the radio stations we are across the state of Michigan. Thank you for joining us on these airwaves or if you're listening through mibigshow.com or Spreaker or Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or if you're standing outside the studio with your ear to the glass. It's Michael Patrick Shields from the end of the road at the top of the world with a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. I know you're suspenseful for the visit from the North Pole, but uh, the part about it that I have to spoil for you is that before Santa makes his way down, Arctic air will, and the National Weather Service is calling for a strong winter storm Thursday and Friday, high potential for making travel dangerous, including blizzard conditions, gusts as high as 60 miles an hour with snow, Power outages, possibly lengthy, and uh, good heavens, uh, 3.5 million people are planning to travel 50 miles or more in that window. Some of the airlines are offering vouchers in case you want to change your flight if it goes through the Midwest, like Chicago or Detroit or so forth. Wind chills below zero, especially into the weekend, and uh, temperatures will be in the 20s. It's a white Christmas. And a frozen Christmas, blizzard conditions possible, and uh, so be careful and plan ahead. Of course, with our timing, we had our Christmas spectacular planned for Friday with lots of in-studio guests, memories, and all that sort of thing. So we're just taking a look at it right now and figuring out what might or might not be best. Uh, We always turn to Dr. John Wyckoff for matters of health and safety and uh, the wide variety of topics that he can help you with, everything from weight loss to quitting smoking to 
uh, increasing your libido are very, very important to us. i got a bunch of things I want to talk to him about this morning. He's nice enough to join us. The Wyckoff Wellness Center is on Michigan Avenue, a little east of 127, or at wyckoffwellness.com. Thank you, doctor, for being here. You're welcome, Michael. Good morning. I see that Steven Spielberg is addressing some regret about the movie Jaws because he thinks the movie had an impact on the shark population. You know, people got scared when they started to hear that theme, and the sharks were very much vilified. You are a diver yourself, uh, you and your wife Cindy. Have you ever come across a man-eating shark there down below the waves? We have seen uh, hundreds of sharks, Michael, over the years on our dive excursions, but uh, never a great white, which was uh, portrayed in the uh, Jaws movie. You know, typically we see like reef sharks, black tip reef sharks. They're anywhere from maybe three to six or seven feet. Uh, they're, they're very beautiful animals. They're not aggressive. They will um, they will get within um, a few yards of you, and um, you leave them alone. They leave you alone. But they're there, even if you don't see them. If you're uh, in the beach in Hawaii or somewhere, even if you're underwater snorkeling, you look off and you can say, "Well, I can see fifty feet. There's no sharks." Believe me, they're like at the 60-foot level. They're just beyond where you're at. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, that's, i got to say, a little bit creepy. But not as creepy as the story I read yesterday and that there's been an uptick. We even mentioned Hawaii, for instance. That drowning, not being attacked by a shark, is the leading cause of death, death for tourists in Hawaii. People go snorkeling, and for some reason they end up dead. And it's weird because they don't seem to have any distress. They don't seem to have swallowed any water. And they are now finding out that at places like Kanapali and other places, there's something else that's actually killing people while they're snorkeling. And it's some sort of hypoxia or pulmonary edema or what's called rope. What is that? Rope is a syndrome, a rapid onset pulmonary edema associated with a number of medical conditions. But I, I read that article, too, and it's interesting because the, the number of deaths from um, tourist snorkeling is many times the number of deaths from car accidents in Hawaii. You never would think that. No. So um, it, it, it is kind of a bizarre statistical finding, and I know it's got some people interested in doing some research, and I think it probably does deserve further research as to what is going on. Is it the design of snorkels? And, and they even tried to tie it in with people that had just come off airplanes, uh, maybe the day before. Maybe there's something going on there with their lungs adapting. But a really fascinating study that uh, really does deserve further uh, investigation. What happens to you? I mean, they find these snorkelers motionless in calm conditions, and apparently it happens very quickly. Well, that's what I read. It seems healthy people go out. And the, um, the hypoxia just overtakes them, and they really become uh, unable to move. They can't lift their arms, and then um, their lungs actually fill from the fluid, not from water being inhaled, but the edema from the heart and the lungs not working efficiently. So it's like a congestive heart failure kind of condition. And, um, you know, they basically asphyxiate. 20 yards from shore, some of these people. Um, do you think you should wait a couple days after flying before you... And this isn't diving. This is snor simple snorkeling. Uh, wait a couple days before snorkeling, or would you advise maybe if you're a middle-aged man, for instance, not snorkeling at all? 
you know, I think it's worth consideration. I, I've never been a big snorkel person, and I've always wondered about snorkel design. And I wonder if some of this has to do with this, is that you can't fully exhale, that you really know how to use a snorkel. And um, so, you know, scuba divers, we just don't take snorkels. We don't believe in them. We don't like them. They're just kind of a, a pain. Um and maybe this is part of it. We just know you need to put something in your mouth that gives you oxygen. Hmm. Well, I I really did like snorkeling, but now I'm a little worried about it. And we're not going to be doing it in the Great Lakes anytime soon for what it's worth. But uh, one last note, as the flu season is surging, there is a limit now on children's pain and fever medication at some of the major retailers because there seems to be a shortage of it, a national shortage and supplies can vary depending on location. Uh, have you been heard or about this or had any trouble getting the kind of medications you need for everyone at the Wyckoff Wellness Center? I don't think it's been a too big of a deal locally, but nationally I've heard, I've heard that acetaminophen, Tylenol has been in short supply. I'm not a real big acetaminophen fan. I really mm-hmm. like ibuprofen much better for kids. I, I kind of think acetaminophen should kind of be taken off the market anyway. It's too toxic to the liver, too difficult to use it appropriately. But ibuprofen, use appropriate doses, appropriate time intervals, a much better analgesic, much better for temperature control. I haven't heard any issues with ibuprofen supply. Wyckoffwellness.com online or visit the doc in person there at the Wyckoff Wellness Center. Thank you very much. What a wide-ranging level of expertise he has for us. It's Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphones. Have you ever been confused and not sure what to do and you needed an advocate? I have. And that advocate for me was Andrew Abood. This is Michael Patrick Shields. Sometimes you get a surprise. Sometimes it's a curveball. Sometimes it's a knuckle sandwich. Sometimes you need some straight advice from someone you can trust. He gave me some of the best advice at a time when I needed it the most, and I knew I could trust him. And he did it with style, too. An attorney who told me, eat the French fries when they're hot. Because life's about making a decision that you feel good about in the end and having the right perspective on things that can seem complicated when it comes to the law. When I ask people in the field of law and in the community about Andrew Abood, the first thing they always say is he is very intelligent, but he also has a lot of heart and he's modest. When our particular matter was completed, I said to Andrew Abood, you didn't just settle this case, you won it. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored, keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. Fly Lansing nonstop to Orlando on Avello Airlines and enjoy Florida sunshine in no time. Fly from Lansing's Capital Region International Airport and enjoy affordable parking, hassle-free check-in, and short security lines. Starting October 26th, say hello to Avello with nonstop flights from Lansing to Orlando International Airport. Book your trip today at aveloair.com. That's A-V-E-L-O-Air.com. And fly Lansing. 
A woman accused of breaking into actor Robert De Niro's New York City townhouse has been arrested. Authorities say Shanice Aviles entered the residence early Monday morning and used his iPad. Both De Niro and his daughter were home asleep at the time. They were not hurt. The suspect, meanwhile, was taken into custody at the scene. Police then woke the actor and explained what had transpired. Officers had reportedly been following her for a number of alleged robberies in the neighborhood over the past few weeks. She has more than two dozen previous arrests, mainly for other burglaries. Harvey Weinstein is guilty of sex assault in Southern California. A jury in Los Angeles says the disgraced movie producer attacked a woman in the L.A. area. He was acquitted of charges related to a second accuser. The jury was unable to reach verdicts on accusations from the other two women. Miley Cyrus is convincing fans new music is on the way. The pop star took to social media yesterday, posting a video of a roadside sign, which read, New Year, New Miley. She captioned the video with the same phrase. Fans are now speculating on what the phrase could mean, with guesses ranging from new music to maybe a tour. Cyrus also posted a countdown clock on her official website. It's set to go off at the stroke of midnight at the start of the new year. Well, that's entertainment. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. Jane Dobre and Yakshamash, Bobby Vinton, with a Christmas carol for us this morning to our Polish friends celebrating. Wesołych Fiant is how you would say Merry Christmas in Polish. And if you were a traditional Polish person like my uh, mother, for instance, she would insist on Christmas Eve that nobody has dinner until the first star of the evening appears. And that, of course, to replicate the star that drew the wise men to Bethlehem in search of the Savior, who they found in a stable, if you can believe that. And uh, so that was the tradition on Christmas Eve. And uh, then we would always go to Midnight Mass, too, and they would have Polish Christmas carols, Dzisiaj uh, uh, Bethlehem, Today in Bethlehem, is one of the most famous. But here's the Polish Prince, Bobby Vinton. Thank you very much. Gladys Yurchik was her maiden name. Gladys Shields is her name now in Downriver. Lots of Polish people there through the Detroit area and Hamtramck and Wyandotte and places like that. Michael Patrick Shields with you. Our radio stations across the state of Michigan and worldwide at mibigshow.com. It's not going to be much of a Christmas for Sam Bankman-Fried, who uh, is still in jail in the Bahamas. He's 30 years old. He's got that big hair, and he's the guy, the crypto deal, FTX, he founded it, and uh, took in billions of dollars from people, and took billions of dollars from people, and uh, goodness, uh, they've arrested him because it all fell apart like a Ponzi scheme, fraud, conspiracy, all of it, billions of dollars that he used for his personal use, and then um, to repay loans from a hedge fund, 
and also to give to some politicians, kind of be a big shot, right? And uh, so he was arrested in the Bahamas, and he is fighting extradition to the United States till he found out what the Fox Hill Jail was like in Nassau. No air conditioning, concrete floors, no toilet, no running water, rats, etc. And when you need to, I'm sorry, potty, they give you a bag. So he went from a $30 million condo just down the street in the Bahamas to that condition. And so the last I heard is he was saying, wait a minute, no, no, maybe I should be extradited back to the United States, where presumably his living conditions will be much, much better. But, of course, he'll have to face the music. He said he was just careless with the money, not sinister, and that's what it'll all come down to. And, you know, the sort of same argument came uh, from uh, Elizabeth Holmes with Theranos, the blood company that she claimed was going to revolutionize blood testing. And she's been found guilty, too. And I think she got sentenced to 12 or 20 years or something like that, too. These were people that were billionaires flying high. And now they're in the lockup. Is Donald Trump going to go to jail? That's the question that seems to be asked this morning. The House committee investigating the attack on the Capitol is, in fact, referring criminal charges against former President Trump to the Justice Department. What the Justice Department does, we'll see. But the hearing yesterday said those charges include insurrection and that the insurrection would not have happened if it weren't for Donald Trump fanning the flames and inspiring people to do it. Was it Hope Hicks yesterday? There was testimony that they asked the president to please tweet out to tell everyone who's coming to protest to do so peacefully, and he refused to do it. So if the Justice Department brings charges against Trump, it'll depend on if the prosecutors think there's enough evidence to proceed and won't they be under an awful lot of pressure? Won't, who wants to say there's not enough evidence? Yeah. Boy, it sure is easy to have a talk show these days. Now, there are some cases to consider that are coming before the United States Supreme Court in February. Uh, the, uh, should the social media platforms be held accountable for acts of terrorism? If the president is going to be held accountable, the court is going to hear a case against Google and another one against Twitter, both in which the plaintiffs say that the social media platforms are guilty of aiding and abetting terrorism. And what about the men who are in jail now for talking about or scheming to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer? What would they have to say about this? One of the complaints says that Google recommends videos posted by ISIS. And they also shared advertising revenue with the terrorist group. Really? Supreme Court's going to consider two cases also challenging President Biden's student debt relief plan. And I'm sure that bums out people who were hoping to get that money by now. It was before the election that he promised. You know, you would get some of your loan relief gone. And even if you've already paid, you'd get, you know, a refund. What are you going to do on New Year's Day? You can go to the swearing-in ceremony on the Capitol lawn, dress warmly, 1030. Gretchen Whitmer, Jocelyn Benson, Dana Nessel, and then Richard Bernstein and Brian Zara will be re-sworn in to the Supreme Court. I understand Bridget Mary McCormick is going to do that. 
And after the ceremony, they're going to have winter games and hot cocoa and ice sculptures and all that right on the lawn. It's free and uh, kind of a festive, patriotic, perhaps, thing to do. Pop and circumstance on the Capitol lawn, New Year's Day. So you can't stay out too late the night before if you're going to be there in time at 10.30 that morning. Will there be drag queens there and clowns? I don't know. Clowns for sure, but that's all open to your interpretation. (laughs) 83 years, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has kept a commitment to members and everyone in Michigan by building healthier communities and providing access to care in every zip code. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Just trying to have a little fun, folks. That's all. It's Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphones. Two cases that consider if social media platforms could be held accountable for acts of terrorism highlight the U.S. Supreme Court's February calendar. The court will hear a case against Google and a case against Twitter, both in which the plaintiffs claim the social media platforms are guilty of aiding and abetting terrorism. One complaint claims that Google not only recommended videos that were posted by ISIS, but also shared advertising revenue with the terrorist group. And Epic Games is expected to pay a record fine to the feds over privacy violations. The North Carolina-based creator known for the popular game Fortnite has agreed to give $520 million to the Federal Trade Commission. It's in connection to complaints that the company violated children's privacy laws and tricked young people into making unintended purchases. Under the settlement, Epic Games must adopt stricter privacy settings and refunds will be provided to Fortnite customers. The video game company says it accepted the agreement because it wants to be at the forefront of consumer protection. This is the biggest penalty ever issued by the FTC. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Ken Dalifor played for the Lions. We now have a team that is 7-7 seven and seven and going to Carolina on Saturday. What are they doing right? <laughs> They're doing a lot of things right. All the foundational stuff is starting to play out and win. They've got a group of young guys that can run and well-coached, and football's important to them, and it's starting to show in the results. So it's pretty fun. Speaking of football, we talked with Sarah Hubbard yesterday from Acuitas, and she's one of the regents at the University of Michigan. We talked about their bowl game on New Year's Eve, and um, it's not a bowl game, it's a playoff game, but it's also a bowl game anyway at uh, uh, Phoenix. And if they beat TCU, the Wolverines, they go on to the national championship game in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium against either Georgia or Ohio State. We talked about all that stuff and forgot to mention, because I didn't know, that it was Sarah Hubbard's birthday yesterday. So happy birthday to her, and uh, I hope it was a good one. MPS with you, radio stations across the state of Michigan, worldwide at MIBigShow.com. That includes the Straits of Mackinac, where the Army Corps of Engineers had a public comment period on the Great Lakes Tunnel Project. That comment period has closed. See, they're going to put a tunnel in there to keep the Line 5 pipelines more than 100 feet, 200 feet below in the bedrock. They've been operating there for 60 years or more safely, but Enbridge Energy is going to spend $500 million to build that tunnel. And he, uh, Ryan Duffy from Enbridge, updated us on the tunnel permitting. So there were three public comment meetings and thousands of written comments that went in uh, to the Army Corps, and now the uh, public comment period has closed. So the Corps is right now uh, working on its environmental impact statement, it's called, for the Great Lakes Tunnel Project. 
and all this public input, this is a big part of that process, and it's factored into the permitting. So we did have a lot of good supportive comments come in, a lot of questions too, though, of course. Uh, but our belief is overall, this really does make the project better when you have all these viewpoints and perspectives included. And so from here now, the next steps, the Corps is going to put out a draft environmental impact statement, and we'll go from there as we get closer to being able to start construction. So we're absolutely committed to this permitting process, to seeing it through, building the tunnel. We've invested more than $100 million in the project already, which shows our level of commitment. And so we're doing all we can at our end to keep things moving along. Our tunnel project team is working on it every day. Uh, then you have the Michigan Public Service Commission side of things, too, and that approval that we need. And, and there is some additional testimony going in for that approval process. So that's advancing along, too. Ryan Duffy, Enbridge Energy, MPS. News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. The House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot is referring criminal charges against former President Trump. Committee Chair Democrat Benny Thompson. The question is on the motion to favorably report to the House. Those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, no. In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. The bipartisan committee is accusing Trump and others of insurrection and other charges related to the Capitol attack. The event nearly two years ago saw Trump supporters break into the Capitol building to try to stop the vote that would certify the results of the 2020 presidential election. No former president has ever faced a criminal referral from Congress. It's now up to the Justice Department whether to pursue criminal charges. It's been a shaky night for people in Northern California. The United States Geological Survey says a magnitude 6.4 earthquake struck near Ferndale just after 2.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's since been followed followed by at least four smaller quakes. No tsunami warning has been issued, and there have been no reports of significant damage or injuries. Some people have, however, taken to social media with stories of their power being knocked out or their entire house shaking as a result. The Supreme Court is pausing the lifting of Title 42 for now. Brian Shook reports. Chief Justice John Roberts granted a temporary stay Monday afternoon. Several states filed an emergency application asking the high court to keep Title 42 from ending, claiming it would lead to an overwhelming flood of immigrants. The rule allowed border agents to expel any immigrant over COVID concerns. The Biden administration has to respond by 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday if they want the stay lifted. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is worth $465 million. It's been more than two months since players in California and Florida split a jackpot of more than $500 million in the multi-state lottery. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. The White House COVID response coordinator is urging people to get their updated booster shots. Dr. Ashish Jha told ABC's This Week that 90% of the country is seeing a rise of COVID infections and hospitalizations right now. The good news here is that we can prevent those infections from turning into serious illness if people go out and get that updated bivalent vaccine. The updated vaccine is essential for keeping people out of the hospital. However, less than half of nursing home residents have gotten an updated COVID vaccine despite their increased risk of illness. 
New York Senator Charles Schumer is urging the Federal Drug Administration to investigate a shortage of children's medicine. He says basic drugs such as Tylenol, Robitussin, and Ibuprofen are sometimes hard to find locally and nationally. There's been a huge surge of flu RSV cases recently, as well as an uptick in COVID. The Senate Majority Leader is hoping the FDA can expedite approvals of foreign manufacturers. Veterans exposed to burn pits and other toxic substances can now apply for expanded benefits under our new PACT Act. Health Update, Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio. That dream might turn into a white nightmare. A bomb cyclone is what it's being called. And uh, coming up a little bit later, Mark Torregrosa will join us to explain the blizzard conditions headed our way with gusts as high as 60 miles an hour and snow and wind chill down below zero. All of it happening at Christmas time in the next couple of days. Blizzard conditions, particularly Friday and Saturday, it sounds like. And, uh, you know, I don't like to scare people with weather reports because sometimes they don't pan out and people, you know, they accuse uh, the forecasters of ginning it all up for excitement. But there are blizzard conditions possible. And the word is possible this weekend. And also possible will be power outages. So you will want to prepare. The airlines are already preparing and offering vouchers to people who are flying into areas that could be weather sensitive and AAA Michigan is saying 3.5 million of us are going to travel at least 50 miles from home between December 23rd and January 1st and December 23rd and 24th seem to be the D-days for this uh, weather pattern that's headed our way from the Arctic and it's coming along with Santa Claus. And it's the Antarctic, by the way, that has the coldest spot on the planet. We always talked about Pelston as being the icebox of Michigan, the coldest spot in Michigan because of the way the ground is. There's like a geographic anomaly there. So Pelston is even often the coldest place in the continental United States. That includes the Upper Peninsula. Pelston, as you know, is in the Lower Peninsula. But they did find what is the coldest place on the planet and it's the East Antarctic Plateau. And the temperature there, that can get as low as 135 degrees below zero on a clear night. 135 below zero. Can't even imagine that, can you? All right. It is Michael Patrick Shields. Politics is our family business. And Medius.Vertus, the truth is in the middle. And we take the work seriously, but we don't take ourselves seriously. We take Graham Filler seriously, state representative, Republican from DeWitt, who is on our AT&T line this morning. Thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Hope you're doing well. Are you planning any travel in the next few days? Uh, no. Sitting right there in DeWitt, eh? Okay. Nice and safe and sound. There'll be people who aren't so safe and sound when they can't pay their rents. And uh, you have been talking about restoring balance in evictions proceedings. What would be the happy medium and where are we now? Man, I'm so glad you decided to cover this because it's sort of the uh, underlying massive issue going on in, in property rights here in the state of Michigan. I'll give you the background. Really, really basic, which is during COVID, Supreme Court 
put essentially a, a stop on evictions and then put in some COVID emergency rules. You know, people didn't want to show up in person. People were short on cash. We understand that. Now the Supreme Court is trying to take that rule and essentially make it make it damn near impossible um, for judges to order evictions here in the state of Michigan. And I, at the base of this, I want less evictions, right? And I want people to find a way to pay their bills. But there's also got to be some fairness if you're a property owner, whether you're a big one or you just own a couple units. And right now there's not fairness. And so that's that's the fight going on behind the scenes in Lansing. So if somebody can't make their mortgage, or I guess it's renting mainly that we're talking about here, maybe it is mortgage too, how long can they go and stay in uh, that dwelling, whatever it may be, before they do get evicted? Yeah, this is the really interesting part, because for as long as there's really been Michigan eviction law, um, if a landlord or property owner showed up and said, hey, this person person hasn't paid, and here's the evidence, um, and they have shown no intent to pay, and they haven't even shown up to this hearing, the judge would issue a an eviction order. Um, nowadays, under the emergency rule, there has to be almost you know 99% of the time, there has to be a second hearing order. And in Wayne County, they'll push you off six months, eight months. Um, it's causing havoc in the courts. And maybe in a different county, they'll push you off two weeks. So it's definitely unequal administration of justice. And uh, we're just trying to build, uh, put some balance back into that. So I'll give you the quick background. The Supreme Court took comments on this and really, really took some, some pushback from across the, uh, the stakeholder community here in Michigan. And so they're reviewing the, uh, the pro- proposed rule, and we'll see what happens in the next couple months. Nobody wants anybody. That's got to be the most stressful and unpleasant thing to see somebody evicted, kicked out, their stuff put on the front lawn or in a dumpster or whatever it is. Uh, Having said that, the person that owns that dwelling also has to pay for that dwelling, and they do so with the rent they receive from the people staying there. So it must cause a big old sort of economic chain reaction. Yeah, I would say that's happening right now in the state of Michigan. I mean, we already talk all the time about a housing crisis. We talk about can't find a place to move to. And right now there's hundreds, if not thousands of units sitting around in the state of Michigan with individuals who are not paying their rent and nobody can move to Michigan and and move into that unit. And so it has caused, I think, exacerbated the housing crisis. Isn't the pandemic over or is it? Yeah, the pandemic is pretty clearly over. And I, I don't like I don't like taking emergency rules. I don't like when either the governor uh, used to talk about this uh, or, or a state department takes the COVID rules and says, well, let's make it permanent. No, I mean, they were there for a reason. It was an emergency. There were, there was, uh, you know, essentially a change all over the state of Michigan and this world. And we prepared for that. Well, that's, that's slowed down here in, in Michigan and America. So let's react accordingly. Are there any other laws or rules that you come to mind that uh, sort of once the genie was out of the bottle during the pandemic that it was difficult to put the genie back in? Boy, I don't know about that. I I will say that um, there was remarkable pushback against the governor when it came to uh, restaurant closures and um, uh, MDHHS, uh, you know, um, checking in on restaurants and doing health checks. And that pretty much has that genie has been put back in. Um, and I think the public pressure and lawmaker pressure really helped, which is what I'm trying to do here. 
courses of a lot of those restaurants never reopened, and that's a, a sad fact of it all, too. Uh, I'm happy to hear that. So what happens next? Because you're dealing with whole new makeup in the legislature now. Yeah, well, this is one of the things that really bothers me about this whole process. This feels like policy making, And mm-hmm. Supreme Court and its administrator office, well, that's, that's the judiciary. Mm-hmm. And I think what they're doing, in my mind, is they're engaging in policy making, And so I'm pushing back a little. So I'm trying to essentially raise awareness of the issue, as are other folks in this um, field. And uh, the Supreme Court still has to review this rule. They haven't approved it. They haven't voted on it. And I don't think they have the votes. Um, when they took hearing, it seemed to me like a, um, a relatively large member, uh, number of the members were, were against it and raised some serious questions. So I think they're trying to find a landing spot would be my guess. But it's definitely in a waiting, in a waiting period. Thanks for the pushback. And, if, Michael, if you talk to any landlord, they will tell you that, it is it is very very difficult to remove a tenant now across the board whether you're big or small all right thanks for the warning and uh, happy new year to you graham filler says the uh, supreme court oughtn't be legislating from the bench and that's the state level and the federal level for what it's worth he's a state representative elected by you and the people of dewitt michael patrick shields through the at&t microphones Traverse City is more than a place, it's a destination. And for many, it's a dream, but a dream that's reachable and ready every single day. Just a car ride away. Traverse City is diverse, though, from beaches to boating to bluffs to wine and food, shopping and snowmobiling, gaming and golf. The possibilities are countless. So become a regular in Traverse City where you'll feel away and at home because its people are its charm. For more information on your winter true escape getaway, visit TraverseCity.com. Welcome to the Michigan Lottery Show. The fun and excitement. 50 years ago, a jackpot started growing in Michigan. Inspired by fun and prizes for players. This jackpot has helped local businesses. Cleaning lottery ticket was sold at the family market. And led to over $26 billion in support for Michigan public schools. Today, the jackpot is still growing. And the goodness it's spreading is a win for everyone. The Michigan Lottery. For fun, for schools, for 50 years. Knowing your limits is always the best bet. Christmas is around the corner, and beautiful jewelry is on her Christmas list. So where will you go to buy that gorgeous diamond ring, or that sparkly diamond necklace, or that incredible diamond bracelet? Medawar Jewelers' four locations, by the Lansing Mall, by Meridian Mall, in Jackson and in Portage, have the largest selection and the latest designs of beautiful jewelry that she's been dreaming of. If an engagement ring is on your mind, come into Medawar Jewelers and let our professional staff explain to you all about natural and lab-created diamonds. Our diamonds are set by master jewelers whose passion for their art shows so clearly in each and every piece. So, for that perfect gift that's on her Christmas list, come into Meadowars by the Lansing Mall, by Meridian Mall, in Jackson and in Portage, and we'll help you find it.
NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. House Republicans plan to investigate the January 6th committee that was tasked with investigating the Capitol riot and yesterday approved criminal referrals to the Justice Department against former President Trump. Republicans take power in January. They've called the bipartisan committee political theater. It's a busy holiday travel week full of delays and cancellations for anyone trying to catch a flight. More from Mark Mayfield. Much of this is being blamed on a lack of pilots, which experts say has been years in the making. Terrence Fontaine at Texas Southern University says airlines have been expanding, but the supply of pilots hasn't kept up. The shortage is so bad that Frontier Airlines opened their own flight school. Under the program, someone with zero flight experience could be flying a commercial jet in just over two years. A pair of Idaho cities are the fastest-growing towns in America. The financial technology company Smart Asset ranks Nampa and Meridian, Idaho, number one and number two on its list. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. If we make it through December Everything's gonna be alright, I know It's the coldest time of winter And I shiver when I see the falling snow If we make it through December <laughs> It's not gonna be easy with the blizzard coming to make it through December, it sounds like. Michael Patrick Shields with you, radio stations across the state of Michigan, worldwide at mibigshow.com. And uh, thank you for being here. You know, we talk about the holidays as the most giving and wonderful time of the year. Wait till you hear what happened to Robert De Niro, the actor, who has appeared on this program, by the way. But first, David Hall at Hall Financial, there'll be credit card debt that'll be growing and growing and growing through this Christmas season. He has an idea at 866-CALL-HALL or callhallfirst.com in the face of that growing credit card debt of how people can help themselves. For people that locked in a really low rate over the last year or two, uh, kudos to them and, uh, and what a great move to you know, create savings for their family. But there's other needs that exist now. And so one of the things that we've rolled out is a home equity line of credit for folks that are interested in maybe keeping their mortgage rate on their first mortgage, you know, very low, but maybe accessing some cash to pay off high interest credit cards or to prepare for the holidays or other financial needs because, you know, the cost of their home is still uh, or the, the value of their home rather is still very high. And a lot of folks have an ability to tap into that equity with a line of credit. And uh, those have certainly been very popular recently. And uh, a lot of folks are still purchasing homes as well, which I want to get into. But uh, your credit card debt just has to be managed, and a line of credit can make a lot of sense in this market. That's David Hall at Hall Financial, one of the business leaders in Michigan. And business leaders from Michigan want more jobs, higher personal income, and a healthy economy that is the focus of Business Leaders for Michigan, that organization made up of the heads of Michigan's largest companies and universities. You can learn more at businessleadersformichigan.com. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you right now, radio stations across the state of Michigan. Probably the two most famous people that we've interviewed over 16 and a half years now of hosting this show, I think would be Robert De Niro, the actor, and George W. Bush, the former president. 
And uh, Robert De Niro is doing okay. Yeah, he's the 79-year-old Oscar winner, was in The Godfather, and, well, lots and lots of movies. You know who I'm talking about, right? Well, somebody burgled his apartment in Manhattan, townhouse, on Monday. And uh, it was in the middle of the night, I guess, and the guy who was in Goodfellas said he's feeling all right. Uh, But he's got a $69,000 a month townhome. At 2.30 in the morning, a 30-year-old woman called Shanice Aviles went in and uh, started to mess with the Christmas presents that were under the tree. And apparently she has a big, long record of something like 20 times or more of trying to burgle people. And uh, they caught her. And uh, so Robert De Niro was holed up there. They had to change the locks and all that sort of stuff. So it can happen to you. It can happen to him. And um, there were people uh, bringing carry-out food to him. And, you know, when you're 79 and something like that happens, it would be nerve-wracking. But he seems like a pretty tough guy. And uh, he's one of the founders of Nobu. And so there were people bringing comfort food from Nobu, bags and bags of it. And <laughs> the article in the New York Post uh, says that there were, uh, you know, like eight bags of takeout from Nobu. Can you imagine what that would cost? Nobu is very, very expensive. Anyway, here's a, a just a little sliver, if you will, of the uh, interview I did with Robert De Niro. What's the most satisfying thing in your life right now? Oh, you have to ask me a question like that. I was just, uh... <laughs> I'm talking uh, to you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I, I Just doing, um, doing the right thing, doing this, what I'm doing right now, uh, and uh, reaching people, getting some reaction that uh, would be positive and something done about what we're talking about. I still dig that interview because I, it was at 6.45 in the morning and I knew he wasn't going to probably be the most pleasant interview at that hour. And uh, so, I mean, was that really that much of a stumper question? What makes you the most satisfied? Oh, you got to ask a question like that. And there was that big pause. And so I said, well, I'm going to have to do something here. So, I, of course, I echoed the line, which probably everybody does when they run into him. I'm talking to you. Because yeah, you remember? Okay. Yeah. That was his reaction. Like, ah, you son of a... Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I... He, looked... <laughs> he looked in the mirror. You talking to me? Are you yeah, talking okay. to me? And it's very cliched, but I had to do something to save the interview. I mean, you're the most important person to me, the one that's listening, not the one I'm talking to. And so there was that big old pregnant pause. <laughs> it's more fun than if it had gone smoothly, if you ask me. It's Michael, and you didn't, but I told you anyway. Oh, it's Mike. You have to ask me a question like that. <laughs> I'm talking uh, to you. Yeah, okay. Uh, sorry, Mr. De Niro. Anyway, I guess he's okay for what I hear. Uh, You can be okay, too. Uh, They are uh, asking you to support local businesses when you do your Christmas shopping this season at Pure Michigan and at the MEDC and so forth and so on. And we give our best wishes to Quentin Messer, Jr., the CEO of the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. Meanwhile, if you go downtown Detroit, Chris Moyer from Visit Detroit has an idea about how you can maneuver around the city. The queue line is Detroit's streetcar. It goes up and down Woodward from Grand Boulevard all the way down to the river. It allows you to park your car, move around safely, and 
just have a great time without worrying about parking. Move throughout the city, see the attractions, see downtown, come to the ice rink at Campus Marshes, go to the lodges and the holiday market at Cadillac Square, get some great food downtown, and then head back up on the queue line to where your car is parked. For both visitors and residents, is a fantastic way to reduce traffic congestion downtown, increase mobility, increase walkability, and increase the quality of life. Visit Detroit with MPS. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all, and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. The Packers kept their slim playoff hopes alive after beating the Rams in Green Bay. Rams have been eliminated from playoff contention and tie the 99 Broncos for the most losses ever by a defending Super Bowl champ with 10. Rams defensive lineman and Packers corner Jair Alexander are the first two players to be elected to this year's Pro Bowl. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts sprained his throwing shoulder in their win over the Bears. Might not be available for Saturday's road matchup against the Cowboys. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor likely done for the rest of the season due to a high ankle sprain. In the association last night, Damian Lillard put up 28 to pass Clyde Drexler as a Trailblazers all-time leading scorer. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander spoiled the moment after hitting a baseline jumper at the buzzer to get the Thunder the win over Portland. Cavs down the Jazz for their fourth straight win. That's sports. Ronda Moss, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Thank you so much, Michael Patrick. It's always great working with you, and you make a difference talking to all the people that you do and pulling out the best in them as you have conversations, and it also gives us some really deep insights into what's really happening in our state. Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Good morning, it's Michael Patrick, Shields Radio Stations across the state of Michigan. So the intrigue yesterday in the NFL was that one week ago, the Los Angeles Rams, who won the Super Bowl last year with old Detroit quarterback Matthew Stafford, uh, they had to get a new quarterback because Matthew Stafford was out for the season with an injury. And who knows if he'll ever come back and play again. So believe it or not, they went quarterback shopping, the Rams did, and they came up with Baker Mayfield, who's been bouncing around the NFL. And Baker Mayfield uh, arrived with the team two days before a Thursday night game, went in and won the Thursday night game, brand new to the team. And so people started to say, hmm, maybe Matthew Stafford's time has come. If this guy is this good and able to come in here and do this, 
Maybe we keep him and we put old Matthew out to pasture. Well, Matthew just signed a five-year extension last year, uh, but the Rams are in a serious Super Bowl hangover. So the question was, was it a flash in the pan? Was it a one-off? Could Baker Mayfield do it again? And Tony Cuthbert has the results, which took place last night, at the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. In terms of the rising star of Baker Mayfield, not so fast, my friend. It did not work out too well for Baker Mayfield. Unfortunately, he only threw for just a shade over 100 yards. A touchdown was also picked off as the Rams fell to the Packers 24-12. to MPS, this team has a lot of injuries. There is no question about it, but who doesn't these days? But specifically on the offensive line when it comes to the Rams, and that hurts. They've had the most combinations technically in the history of the NFL when it comes to offensive linemen. And that first week for Baker Mayfield, let's just say they um, dumbed the playbook down a tad, so maybe they tried to include a little bit more in the playbook this week and in the cold weather in Green Bay. It just did not work out for him whatsoever. But I will say it again, this is all good for the Detroit Lions because they own the Rams' first-round draft pick, and as the Rams continue to lose, the Lions' first-round pick will continue to go up as they sit at 4-10, and 10, speaking of the Rams, and they are officially eliminated from playoff contention. The Super Bowl hangover is real for them. Not so much the Bengals, who they beat last year. They started out the season struggling, and now they're making a run and looking like one of the better teams in the NFL. The Lions... Of course, they have the Panthers on Saturday in Charlotte, and they continue to be a three-point favorite. That's brought to you by Dean Transportation. Thank you very much. More on the blizzard headed our way. And if you uh, don't get the next hour on the radio station you're listening to right now, get streaming audio at Spreaker and MIBigShow.com. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. House Republicans plan to investigate the January 6th committee that was tasked with investigating the Capitol riot and yesterday approved criminal referrals to the Justice Department against former President Trump. Republicans take power in January. They've called the bipartisan committee political theater. It's a busy holiday travel week full of delays and cancellations for anyone trying to catch a flight. More from Mark Mayfield. Much of this is being blamed on a lack of pilots, which experts say has been years in the making. Terrence Fontaine at Texas Southern University says airlines have been expanding, but the supply of pilots hasn't kept up. The shortage is so bad that Frontier Airlines opened their own flight school. Under the program, someone with zero flight experience could be flying a commercial jet in just over two years. A pair of Idaho cities are the fastest-growing towns in America. The financial technology company Smart Asset ranks Nampa and Meridian, Idaho, number one and number two on its list. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. A powerful winter storm will move across the nation today through the week with severe cold temperatures, high winds, snow, and difficult travel conditions resulting. Today, the snow will fall heavily in the Pacific Northwest. Heavy snow for Washington State as well as northern Idaho, northwest Montana, and western Wyoming. More than a foot of snow likely for many spots. The story will soon become the cold, however, not as much the snow as temperatures plunge to 20 to 30 degrees below zero across the northern Great Basin, northern Rockies, and northern sections of the Great Plains as we approach late tonight and especially into Wednesday night and Thursday night. Temperatures late today and into tomorrow may stay well below zero for the northern sections of Minnesota and North Dakota. Stormy weather, a factor later this week as that storm entering the Pacific Northwest today will dive across the central U.S., bringing snow and cold and gusty winds and tough traveling conditions for many areas of the nation. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio.
ABC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. The House committee investigating last year's Capitol riot is referring criminal charges against former President Trump. Committee Chair Democrat Benny Thompson. The question is on the motion to favorably report to the House. Those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, no. In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. The bipartisan committee is accusing Trump and others of insurrection and other charges related to the Capitol attack. The event nearly two years ago saw Trump supporters break into the Capitol building to try to stop the vote that would certify the results of the 2020 presidential election. No former president has ever faced a criminal referral from Congress. It's now up to the Justice Department whether to pursue criminal charges. It's been a shaky night for people in Northern California. The United States Geological Survey says a magnitude 6.4 earthquake struck near Ferndale just after 2.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's since been followed by at least four smaller quakes. No tsunami warning has been issued, and there have been no reports of significant damage or injuries. Some people have, however, taken to social media with stories of their power being knocked out or their entire house shaking as a result. The Supreme Court is pausing the lifting of Title 42 for now. Brian Shook reports. Chief Justice John Roberts granted a temporary stay Monday afternoon. Several states filed an emergency application asking the high court to keep Title 42 from ending, claiming it would lead to an overwhelming flood of immigrants. The rule allowed border agents to expel any immigrant over COVID concerns. The Biden administration has to respond by 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday if they want the stay lifted. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is worth $465 million. It's been more than two months since players in California and Florida split a jackpot of more than $500 million in the multi-state lottery. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. It could be a stingy Christmas even for the rich. A new CNBC survey finds 80% of Americans with at least a million bucks worth of investable assets say they plan to spend less this holiday season because of inflation. It's 100% for millennial millionaires and 78% for boomers. And stores that cater to more well-heeled customers are expecting lower sales. But the survey also shows 60% of millionaires either definitely are not or probably won't change their investment strategies because they don't want to try timing the market and they aren't sure what changes to make anyway. A new survey shows Americans rich, poor, and in between aren't feeling all that positive about their financial situation heading into the new year. Sylvana Hanau reports. A new survey from Bankrate finds two-thirds say their finances will likely get worse next year, citing high inflation as the primary reason. Now, as for what may help lift their mood, 40% say making more money at work, 30% say having less debt, and about a quarter say making more money for investments and savings. Now, among their top financial goals for 2023, paying down debt, budgeting better, and saving more for emergencies. I'm Silvana Hanau. Apple is reportedly dropping out of the bidding for NFL Sunday ticket with an asking price estimated at $3.5 billion. Puck News says Apple no longer sees the logic in it. Amazon and YouTube are now seen as the front runners. And still hoping to get it there before Christmas, the deadlines for the cheapest option ground delivery for Christmas Eve arrival have all passed. The remaining UPS options include its three-day express. That deadline is today. Second day air is tomorrow, the 21st. And next day air is Thursday, the 22nd. The deadline for FedEx's three-day express saver is also today. It's tomorrow, the 21st, for the two-day. And one day is Thursday. And same-day FedEx delivery is Friday. And the only remaining postal service option for pre Christmas arrival is Priority Express, and that deadline is also Friday. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio.
The Packers kept their slim playoff hopes alive after beating the Rams in Green Bay. Rams have been eliminated from playoff contention and tie the 99 Broncos for the most losses ever by a defending Super Bowl champ with 10. Rams defensive lineman and Packers corner Jair Alexander are the first two players to be elected to this year's Pro Bowl. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts sprained his throwing shoulder in their win over the Bears. Might not be available for Saturday's road matchup against the Cowboys. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor likely done for the rest of the season due to a high ankle sprain. In the association last night, Damian Lillard put up 28 to pass Clyde Drexler as the Trailblazers' all-time leading scorer. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander spoiled the moment after hitting a baseline jumper at the buzzer to get the Thunder the win over Portland. Cavs down the Jazz for their fourth straight win. That's sports. Ronza Moss. NBC News Radio. A powerful winter storm will move across the nation today through the week with severe cold temperatures, high winds, snow, and difficult travel conditions resulting. Today, the snow will fall heavily in the Pacific Northwest. Heavy snow for Washington State as well as northern Idaho, northwest Montana, and western Wyoming. More than a foot of snow likely for many spots. The story will soon become the cold, however, not as much the snow as temperatures plunge to 20 to 30 degrees below zero across the northern Great Basin, northern Rockies, and northern Sections of the Great Plains as we approach late tonight and especially into Wednesday night and Thursday night. Temperatures late today and into tomorrow may stay well below zero for the northern sections of Minnesota and North Dakota. Stormy weather, a factor later this week as that storm entering the Pacific Northwest today will dive across the central U.S., bringing snow and cold and gusty winds and tough traveling conditions for many areas of the nation. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. You know, I told you people something a long time ago, and it's just as pertinent today as it was then. Ladies and gentlemen, take my advice. Pull down your pants and slide on the ice. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Well, it sounds like that is imminent, sliding on the ice, and uh, I've you know, been reading and hearing about it all morning, and Mark Torregrosa is nice enough at a very, very, very important time like this to join us on our AT&T line on radio stations across the state of Michigan. He's the chief meteorologist at MLive Media Group, and when you read his articles, you can see how very creative they are and how very communicative they are, and he's nice enough to put his voice on it right now for us. Thank you for being here. I sure appreciate it. Hey, good morning. This is this is quite a storm. This isn't just your uh, six to twelve hour uh, average middle of the road winter snowstorm here in Michigan. So you know, and I know that uh, when these things happen, sometimes they don't pan out, and the, the general public says, mm-hmm. "Ah, they're just hyping it all up." Is that possible right. this time? Uh, probably not, because. All of the models that we look at have been very consistent for the last four days. 
it'll just be a matter of, I think, the east side of the state. Some people might say, ah, this wasn't a whole lot of snow. And the west side of the state will likely be in blizzard conditions. Um, so, you know, it, it, in days past, 10, 15 years ago, uh, at, at two and three days out, yeah, it could shift two or 300 miles and it would miss us. But in today's technology and our models now, I would find it very, very uh, hard to miss us. So knowing that a great many of our radio stations are in West Michigan, from Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, St. Joe, Benton Harbor, Traverse City, up through Cadillac and beyond, uh, and, of course, the state capital of Lansing, what will happen and when? Okay, so we're going to all be probably starting with rain at some point on Thursday and the Thursday night. And that, I think, is probably one of the most dangerous things because I see what I call a flash freeze. I've seen, you know, a couple of handfuls of these in my years in Michigan. What that is is it's raining, it's 35 degrees, 34 degrees, and then the Arctic front pushes through and it drops to 20 in about the course of five to 10 minutes, and the water on the road freezes immediately. Uh, that situation will be moving from the southwest corner of Michigan, across the Lansing area, across Ann Arbor, Detroit, Saginaw Bay City, the Thumb, and in the northeast, sometime Thursday night or Friday morning. And that's where all of a sudden people are driving along on, say, I-94 or I-96. Hey, it's just raining. It's fine. It's 35 degrees. And then, boom, the uh, stoplights, the brake lights are up ahead, and it can turn into a parking lot. So I would advise people not to be on the road during that change. You could be a safe driver, but, you know, all the thousands of people that will be on the road at that time, there won't be a few strict uh safe drivers and then and then we transition over to snow the winds start to gust up to over 45 probably to 55 mile an hour gusts friday afternoon friday evening saturday morning uh probably blizzard conditions it's been um you know it's it's been since 2011 that we had a, a real blizzard at least in half of the state uh, and the snow goes through saturday and even christmas day it's still fairly breezy, and uh, then it transitions to a heavy lake effect on the west side of the state. So the east side, don't get me wrong, it's, you know, it's a heavy snow. But on the west side, it's more heavy snow, and the snow will be lighter, uh, better base for it to drift around a lot. It's going it's to be, it's about a three-dayer. It's a, it's a Thursday night to Friday to Saturday to Christmas Day. Hmm. Okay, what about air travel into the state starting, say, Thursday? You know, I've had that question probably 50 times in the last 12 hours. Um, <laughs> okay. 51, it, though. It, it, it's hard enough to predict the weather. I can't predict the airlines. Um, but what I could tell you is on Thursday, and uh, a flight should be able to physically land in Grand Rapids or Detroit or Lansing or Traverse City. Will they 
I don't know. Um, because Chicago's getting hit at that time, and Milwaukee, and Minneapolis, and Des Moines. So it unraveled the whole type of thing. So when, uh, you know, I've taken a few calls from personal friends, and they said, well, you know, my son wants to get from here to there, and his flight is supposed to leave uh, Thursday afternoon, uh, Traverse City, what would you suggest? I'd say, I would go Tuesday or Wednesday if you want him to actually get there Thursday. I have no idea if the plane will be there or what the airlines will start to do. And then, of course, Friday and Saturday, I think you can write off, you know, most flights. Jesus. Wow. That's yeah, right into the Christmas. It's just simple. They don't, <laughs> you know, planes. And you know what I learned is that airports do not close. Did you know this? No. Airports do not close. The airport manager will tell you, we have this runway open, we have this runway open. The airline decides mm. whether that flight should come in, and it's the pilot that says, no, I'm not landing there. So so when you hear this airport is closed, very rarely is that actually an accurate statement. It's just the flights are not coming in and out. So Friday morning we were going to have our annual Christmas spectacular, I call it, where, you know, guests come into the studio in Lansing and we visit. And then we, you know, after the show, we might go around, do a little carousing and all that. Uh, what would you say the prospects of actually doing that and asking people to do it are? I mean, what I'm saying is that at some point on Friday, probably Friday morning, um, we're likely, if it pans out, the scenario that looks like we're likely going to see officials saying emergency travel only, not for not for a party. And it could start Thursday night overnight with freezing rain? Well, I, th- I think it's, yeah, there's probably very little freezing rain ice accumulation. I think it's probably rain and wet roads to maybe just minutes of quote-unquote freezing rain to snow, but the wet roads and temperatures going from 35 to 20 instantly is the problem. So, you know, I don't look for an ice accumulation, so to speak, on uh, power lines and things like that. God, the power outages, too. Okay, we're never playing White Christmas ever again, Mark Torgrosa, on this program. Read everything he's got for you at MLive.com. Thank you for the warning, sir. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors. However, whenever and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more, giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Learn more 
at hereforitall.com. Christmas is around the corner, and beautiful jewelry is on her Christmas list. So where will you go to buy that gorgeous diamond ring, or that sparkly diamond necklace, or that incredible diamond bracelet? Medawar Jewelers' four locations, by the Lansing Mall, by Meridian Mall, in Jackson and in Portage, have the largest selection and the latest designs of beautiful jewelry that she's been dreaming of. If an engagement ring is on your mind, come into Medawar Jewelers and let our professional staff explain to you all about natural and lab-created diamonds. Our diamonds are set by master jewelers whose passion for their art shows so clearly in each and every piece. So, for that perfect gift that's on her Christmas list, come into Meadowars by the Lansing Mall, by Meridian Mall, in Jackson and in Portage, and we'll help you find it. A woman accused of breaking into actor Robert De Niro's New York City townhouse has been arrested. Authorities say Shanice Avilas entered the residence early Monday morning and used his iPad. Both De Niro and his daughter were home asleep at the time. They were not hurt. The suspect, meanwhile, was taken into custody at the scene. Police then woke the actor and explained what had transpired. Officers had reportedly been following her for a number of alleged robberies in the neighborhood over the past few weeks. She has more than two dozen previous arrests, mainly for other burglaries. Harvey Weinstein is guilty of sex assault in Southern California. A jury in Los Angeles says the disgraced movie producer attacked a woman in the L.A. area. He was acquitted of charges related to a second accuser. The jury was unable to reach verdicts on accusations from the other two women. Miley Cyrus is convincing fans new music is on the way. The pop star took to social media yesterday, posting a video of a roadside sign, which read, New Year, New Miley. She captioned the video with the same phrase. Fans are now speculating on what the phrase could mean, with guesses ranging from new music to maybe a tour. Cyrus also posted a countdown clock on her official website. It's set to go off at the stroke of midnight at the start of the new year. Well, that's entertainment. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. We love Eastern Michigan University, and Mike Hawks is listening right now, an EMU grad and EMU supporter, and uh, one of the trustees there, too. And it's a bowl game today. They take the stage for the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And Walter Kraft, vice president of communications at Eastern Michigan University, is up early at the northernmost bowl in the entire bowl season in Boise, Idaho. Congratulations and welcome to the radio stage, sir. Thank you very much, Michael Patrick. Great to be uh, in Boise this morning, bright and early, as you said. And uh, yeah, we have a big game today and uh, it's going to be cold, uh, but it's going to be fun. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And uh, we know this bowl because when you're walking through a shopping center or a bar or a restaurant, you look at the TV and you do a double take because you're like, hey, that field is blue. Absolutely. Uh, Boise has that bright blue field, and uh, we're looking forward to getting out there and uh, having a good game. 
You know, this has become kind of a regular occurrence for EMU over the past number of years, going to bowl games. It, it was sort of a, a curiosity before, but now we almost come to expect it. Absolutely. We like that. Uh, we like that a lot, Michael Patrick. Uh, Coach Creighton has uh, uh, been taking us to bowl games. I think uh, we're about uh, five out of the last six years, and uh, it's becoming, uh, as you said, it's becoming a regular thing, and it's something now that uh, – people expect and that's a great thing because uh, we had gone a long time without uh without that kind of uh, bowl appearance so so uh yeah it's it's great and our you know we have our marching band down here our cheer and dance team along with the student athletes on the football team and uh it's a great experience for all of them um i, I was talking to some of the people in our marching band and i think uh uh, we have 130 students who came down who are in the band and 30 of them had never flown before so we're giving them great wow. experiences, something that uh, you know they wouldn't get otherwise, and it's it's just wonderful to be able to do that. I wonder if uh, San Jose State University winced when they saw they had to play the Eagles again, because that was quite a famous victory back in 1987 in the California Bowl for you. Yeah, absolutely, it sure was, and uh, we went into that game. I think. Uh, as uh, the tale tells it, 17-point underdogs and pulled out a victory. So uh, they they may have done that, and maybe they're looking for a little revenge, and we're certainly going to hope that doesn't happen. Uh, sure thing. Now, 3.30 ESPN National Television for the Eagles of Eastern Michigan today in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And I'm uh, curious, uh, when you go to a bowl like this, is it full of sort of homages to potatoes can you get mashed and baked and hash browns and lyonnaise and all the rest of it michael patrick i i you are absolutely right uh there is every <laughs> tater tot you can think of and and actually um we had some peanut butter mashed potatoes last night i'll just say that oh wow peanut butter mashed potatoes i'm down for that how were they <laughs> they were actually really good they were nice and spicy and uh it was uh, surprisingly, uh, surprisingly good. You put a little dab of jelly on the top. No, no jelly. It was, uh, it was hot and spicy, and uh, had a good flavor actually. So there's the mix of obviously a team though going there. Uh, the bowl games were kind of a reward back in the day, and maybe you won them, maybe you didn't. Uh, but it was also a chance to get some extra practices in too for your team. So that was very valuable, as I understand it. It was also sometimes expensive for teams to travel to bowls. So would you just give us a snapshot of what it means to EMU and Ypsilanti to go to a bowl game, uh, f addressing all of those issues? Yeah, sure, Michael Patrick. Well, you know, we had an 8-4 season this year, and uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful season, a wonderful record. And uh, it's, it's, as I said earlier, it's such a great experience if you're around the student-athletes and you see what they, what they go through to get here and the pride they have. And then when you add in bringing in the marching band and the cheer and dance teams, they're just having an experience that you wouldn't get otherwise. And last night, for example, at the pep rally, we had uh, we had 17 students on the football team who who graduated on Saturday, but they weren't able to be there at commencement because they were here um, getting ready for the game. And so we surprised them with a graduation ceremony impromptu. We bought oh. our robes, our caps and gowns, and surprised them with a uh, graduation ceremony up on the stage. And they all got to get up and get come up and get their diplomas. 
And it's just a great experience. And if you're around that, you see what it means to these young men and women and uh, the great experience they have. So uh, this is this is a once, you know, for many of them, it's once in a lifetime. And as I said, some of these some of these students are having the experience of their lives. And it's just wonderful to be around. Well, that is one of the sweetest stories I've ever heard, because, you know, as college football becomes more and more like professional football or a feeder system for professional football, it really is cool to remember that these are young people at a formative time of their lives, and many of them will never play football again. That That is true. Some some will, some will not, and uh, it's the experience, and they're graduating, they're going on to the next stage of their lives, and... Uh, you know, I was on that platform when the young men and women were coming across the stage, and and believe me, they are excited and they're they're so happy to be part of this and to get their diplomas and to move on and and the the um, camaraderie among the the other players and being part of that is just uh, it's great to see. Does the trophy look like a, a Mr. Potato Head? I don't think so, Michael Patrick, but we I haven't seen it yet, so I guess I'll find out later today. <laughs> well, hopefully you're bringing it back to Ypsilanti with you uh, on the flight or however you are getting back, and hopefully you can get back uh, because the weather here is getting pretty mean. But we can all watch today, 3.30 Eastern Time, ESPN, as the Eagles of Eastern Michigan are on national television in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Hey, you may be in their honor when you watch the game. Make some mashed potatoes, whip in a little peanut butter, and whoop it up. Walter Kraft is the vice president of communications there, and we salute EMU. MPS, across the state of Michigan, worldwide at MIBigShow.com. Two cases that consider if social media platforms could be held accountable for acts of terrorism highlight the U.S. Supreme Court's February calendar. The court will hear a case against Google and a case against Twitter, both in which the plaintiffs claim the social media platforms are guilty of aiding and abetting terrorism. One complaint claims that Google not only recommended videos that were posted by ISIS, but also shared advertising revenue with the terrorist group. And Epic Games is expected to pay a record fine to the feds over privacy violations. The North Carolina-based creator known for the popular game Fortnite has agreed to give $520 million to the Federal Trade Commission. It's in connection to complaints that the company violated children's privacy laws and tricked young people into making unintended purchases. Under the settlement, Epic Games must adopt stricter privacy settings and refunds will be provided to Fortnite customers. The video game company says it accepted the agreement because it wants to be at the forefront of consumer protection. This is the biggest penalty ever issued by the FTC. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Ken Dalifor played for the Lions. We now have a team that is seven and 7-7 seven and going to Carolina on Saturday. What are they doing right? <laughs> They're doing a lot of things right. All the foundational stuff is starting to play out and win. They've got a group of young guys that can run and well-coached, and football's important to them. and It's starting to show in the results. So it's pretty fun. It's- Thank you, Kent Alfor. We're going to have some fun with Sean Couch in just a couple of minutes, the professor with the Department of Physics and Astronomy at Michigan State University, because you may have been hearing more about UFOs at this time in your life than you ever have. And uh, they've uh, had a UFO probe 
No, it's not like that. It's an investigation, might be a better way to put it, at the Pentagon. And they have found no evidence of extraterrestrials, even though there's a huge increase in unidentified flying objects. So, what uh, exactly is going on and why? And are they sure it's not aliens? Also, there are two planets that they have discovered that are likely made of water and they are unlike anything found in our solar system. What's going on on those planets? And what does it all mean? You know, we've got these telescopes, high-powered, that are up there now that can see way back in time, and they can see much further than we ever were able to before. And even if we do know what we see up there, what can we do about it? It's astonishing. And, uh, you know, like I, I always say, the thing that freaks me out is if you look at the sky and you look at the stars and you say, ooh, starry, starry night, that's beautiful. Every one of those stars you see is at least as powerful as the sun. The only reason it's little like that is because it's far, far away. Uh, it, our sun is a star. So if it were closer, it would look like that. So it takes eight minutes for the light of the sun to get to the earth. So this, the light that leaves the sun at the speed of light, the heat too for that matter, uh, takes eight minutes to get here. But if you see the light from a star, it's far enough away that it takes eight years at the speed of light for that light to reach us. So you were looking at a star, you're looking at what happened to it eight years ago. And the distance between us and that star is at least as far as the distance you see between two stars that are up there. Vastness, right before your very eyes. It feels so small. It's, it's impossible to even get your head around. But Sean Couch will help us from MSU. He's next with MPS. Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. The House committee investigating last year's Capitol riot is referring criminal charges against former President Trump. Committee Chair Democrat Benny Thompson. The question is on the motion to favorably report to the House. Those in favor say aye. 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 Those opposed, no. In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. The bipartisan committee is accusing Trump and others of insurrection and other charges related to the Capitol attack. The event nearly two years ago saw Trump supporters break into the Capitol building to try to stop the vote that would certify the results of the 2020 presidential election. No former president has ever faced a criminal referral from Congress. It's now up to the Justice Department whether to pursue criminal charges. It's been a shaky night for people in Northern California. The United States Geological Survey says a magnitude 6.4 earthquake struck near Ferndale just after 2.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's since been followed by at least four smaller quakes. No tsunami warning has been issued and there have been no reports of significant damage or injuries. Some people have however taken to social media with stories of their power being knocked out or their entire house shaking as a result. The Supreme Court is pausing the lifting of Title 42 for now. Brian Shook reports. Chief Justice John Roberts granted a temporary stay Monday afternoon. Several states filed an emergency application asking the high court to keep Title 42 from ending, claiming it would lead to an overwhelming flood of immigrants. The rule allowed border agents to expel any immigrant over COVID concerns. 
The Biden administration has to respond by 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday if they want the stay lifted. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is worth $465 million. It's been more than two months since players in California and Florida split a jackpot of more than $500 million in the multi-state lottery. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. The White House COVID response coordinator is urging people to get their updated booster shots. Dr. Ashish Jha told ABC's This Week that 90% of the country is seeing a rise of COVID infections and hospitalizations right now. The good news here is that we can prevent those infections from turning into serious illness if people go out and get that updated bivalent vaccine. The updated vaccine is essential for keeping people out of the hospital. However, less than half of nursing home residents have gotten an updated COVID vaccine despite their increased risk of illness. New York Senator Charles Schumer is urging the Federal Drug Administration to investigate a shortage of children's medicine. He says basic drugs such as Tylenol, Robitussin, and Ibuprofen are sometimes hard to find locally and nationally. There's been a huge surge of flu RSV cases recently, as well as an uptick in COVID. The Senate Majority Leader is hoping the FDA can expedite approvals of foreign manufacturers. Veterans exposed to burn pits and other toxic substances can now apply for expanded benefits under a new PACT Act. Health Update, Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio. Well, I wonder if that's the music that plays when Sean Couch walks into uh, one of his classrooms in front of his students and they all sit up straight and suck in their guts and pay attention. I, I suppose, you know, that, you know, we think of uh, the stars and the skies as exciting and romantic and Star Wars and all that. There's a lot of science involved, too. But uh, if I was in that class, I would be awake for sure. Uh, he's the professor in the Department of Physics and Astronomy at Michigan State University. The math would get me. That would be the biggest problem of all. But he's on our AT&T line, our radio stage again right now, one of our favorite guests on the 13 radio stations across the state of Michigan. Welcome back, Professor. Good morning. How are you? I'm curious to talk to you because when I was a kid, there was a show with Leonard Nimoy, and it was called mm-hmm. In Search Of, and uh, they'd say In Search Of Aliens, and they would have occasional evidence or at least proposed evidence. But that was pretty much all you heard about UFOs. And then in the movies, maybe there was E.T. and that kind of thing. Now we're reading about it increasingly in the news from credible sources who say they see things they don't understand. The Pentagon said the other day, there's no evidence of extraterrestrials, even though there's an increase in unidentified flying objects. What do you think? Because I trust you. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, the Pentagon's uh, assertion that it's not aliens is probably true. I think we'd have a lot of other lines of evidence if we had been visited uh, by by uh, an intelligent species from another planet. Um, I think it is concerning, and, and the Pentagon, I think, is rightly trying to shift the focus away from aliens, but to, hey, this could actually be a terrestrial threat because we don't understand what these are. And as you say, the, the incident rate of these unidentified anomalous uh, objects, or whatever they call them now, um, has gone up, something like 400 since since 2004. Um, Now, that could be anything from drones. You know, my kids have a drone, right? (laughs) Everybody's got a drone these days, so you can fly them. So there's lots of possible explanations, but the fact remains, they're not sure what these are, and it could be a threat. So from what I read and hear, the way some of these craft are able to maneuver are otherworldly, though, aren't they? 
Um, in some cases, there's evidence for what seems to be um, uh, very physics challenging movements for these for mm-hmm. these objects. Um, but there there are ways to explain around that. You know, you can tap. tap tap dance around that. It could be things like lens flares. Like, these might not actually be physical objects. These could be um, imaging problems, right? That happens all the time. We, we, we get that in cameras. Um, so there, there are ways to explain some of those, um, some of those objects. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then at the same time, we now have the ability to see farther back in time and farther mm-hmm. than we ever have before. And so I'm uh, seeing an article here in CNN about two planets that uh, we've discovered. I say we. Two planets that have been discovered that are unlike anything we've ever seen in our solar system. Water worlds, I guess, is yeah. the best way to say it. What are those? Now, this this is very exciting as well. Um, this is new research been published in uh, Nature Astronomy. Um, and this is a system called Kepler-138. And it's a system of at least four planets, it turns out. Um, and two of these planets are, are twin water worlds. And this new research has just identified this. Before, we weren't able to pin down the, the size and mass of these two planets, but researchers um, at the University of Montreal using the Hubble Space Telescope, which is still kicking, she's up there doing great science, and, uh, and the Spitzer Infrared Telescope, they've now I- identified how massive and how big these planets are. And our best models for what these planets could consist of tell us that they're something like 50% water. They have an enormous amount of water, a water layer that goes maybe 2,000 kilometers deep on these planets. And these planets are uh, bigger than Earth. They're one and a half times the radius of Earth. Um, so an enormous amount of water on these planets. Now, here's the really cool thing about these planets. Um, they're orbiting a very red, very small star, much smaller than our sun. Um, and they're pretty close to this star. Their orbit only takes you know, a few weeks to get around. So their year is only a few weeks. Um, they're pretty hot. And so they would have an atmosphere consisting of water vapor above the boiling point of water. And then the water that exists on these planets is in liquid state because of the enormous pressure that they're under. And so we're talking super hot water po- worlds. It's really amazing research. No one's going surfing there anytime soon then. Uh, not me. Not me for sure. What percentage of our planet is covered by water? Well, the surface, of course, we know is something like 70-75% covered by water, um, but that only goes really skin deep. So by mass, uh, we are not that much water. You know, I honestly don't know the number off the top of my head, but by mass, Earth is not water. It's mostly rock um, and silicates and iron. Um, These worlds, however, have uh, something like 11% of their mass, of the total mass of the planet's, uh, is water, um, and that's a huge number compared to Earth. So really the closest analog that we have in our own solar system are some of the moons of the giant planets, like Enceladus um, uh, and Europa, which are planets that are covered in ice. The entire surface of, of the planet is water ice. Uh, and so, uh, I'm sorry, the entire surface of those moons is water ice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the closest analogy would be to take one of those moons and move it much closer to the star, so that the water melts, <laughs> and then you'd get something like what these water worlds are. So um, these planets, the water planets that you mentioned are, and we'll do a little math here, 218 light years away. 
Yep. And to tell tell us exactly what that means, like how, how fast light goes and so forth. Yeah, so, uh, you know, in astronomy, we love to measure things in light years, and that's literally the time it takes uh, or the distance that light travels in a single year. Um, and so that's a really, really far distance. So, for instance, we're eight light minutes from the sun. So, you know, when we look at the sun, that's eight light minutes. Um, so a tiny fraction of what a light year would be. And uh, our entire solar system is much smaller than a single light year. Now, 218 light years is actually not that far away, relatively speaking. So our entire Milky Way galaxy is something like a few thousand to 10,000 light years across. Um, so this is a planet that is, relatively speaking, in our local neighborhood. It's not that far away from us um, in terms of the scale of the galaxy. But still, if we were to travel at the speed of light, which we can't do, uh, it would take over 200 years to get there. Um, so <laughs> How fast we're not does gonna light go? There. Uh, 90, uh, very fast. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of miles a second, yeah, 300, right? Yeah, 300,000 kilometers per second. I had to think about it for a second. So, uh, and I only know in, in uh, uh, metric units. I'm sorry, everybody. I can't convert to <laughs> miles per hour. Uh, but 300,000 kilometers fast. a second. Yeah, it's super fast. Jeez. Yeah. Um, over such a sustained period of time, too. Um, yeah. And just a minute left. Is there any reason or evidence scientifically for the Christmas star that led the wise men to Jesus? Uh, yeah, Christmas time is coming. Um, uh, so there's been lots of possibilities for what the Christmas star uh, could have been. And all of them are kind of plausible. Uh, one common one is a comet. Um that uh, would have a nice long tail. It would be a transient, you know, as the comet came close to our, our sun, it lights up and you would see it. And um, certainly that was a big deal for ancient peoples to see a comet. So that's a very real possibility. And it could be a comet on a long orbit that we'd never see again. It could have been a supernova, my, my close to my heart, uh, a stellar explosion. That... that brought us Jesus at Christmas over the manger. See, you got to have a little romance with your science, too. Sean Couch, thank you so much for the valuable time at Michigan State University. Ring in the riches at Firekeepers. We're giving away 175000 in prizes with the Ring in the Riches giveaway on Friday, December 30th. You could win up to 23000 cash or one of two new GMC SUVs. Earn entries daily for the drawings on December 30th. At 2 p.m., six winners will each get 2,300 in Red Hot credits. At 4 p.m., three players will each win 2,300 in Red Hot credits and 2,300 cash. At 6 p.m., one player will score $23,000 cash. And at 8 p.m., one player wins a GMC Acadia. Then at 10 p.m., it's a grand prize drawing for a GMC Yukon AT4. Don't miss the Ring and the Riches giveaway on December 30th. The best giveaways, the biggest guaranteed prizes, only at Firekeepers. Get your Vegas on at Firekeepers Casino Hotel, I-94 to exit 104 in Battle Creek. Management reserves all rights. Well, I'm doing my holiday shopping here at Dusty Cellar, and I run into the very festive Matt Rhodes. Things are looking great here at Dusty Cellar. Thanks, Michael. Looking for a very busy holiday season. We have great wine inventory, our popular gift baskets, which are great for both family and corporate gift giving. I like looking over these gift baskets that are ready to go, and can I order some ahead of time as well? 
Yep, we take orders for gift baskets for local delivery, shipping via UPS, or in-store pickup. You know, gift cards are always a good idea, too, and they can be redeemed in the cellar and in the wine bar and at the tap room or whatever the person likes. And that's the great thing about a gift card. It's a retail, wine bar, casual fine dining, the tap room, our neighborhood pub. Okay, I just need some gift baskets, a 6 for 66 wine club, and some gift cards for friends and business associates, too. Cheers, Michael Patrick. Happy holidays. Do your shopping at Dusty's Cellar with me. Meet some friends for the holidays, too, and have a little fun while you shop. Maybe a glass of wine for yourself. Grand River, a little east of Meridian Mall, DustyCellar.com. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. A strong earthquake rocked the Northern California coast overnight. The magnitude 6.4 quake was reported just after 2.30 a.m. near the town of Ferndale this morning, followed by nearly 20 smaller aftershocks. It knocked out power to thousands of homes in a 30-mile stretch of communities. Authorities are also dealing with gas leaks and some reports of structural damage. The man in charge of investigating last year's Capitol riot says he is convinced former President Trump will indeed face criminal charges. Mark Mayfield with more. That's what Mississippi Democrat Benny Thompson told CNN after the January the 6th committee referred charges against former President Trump to the Department of Justice. They include insurrection. Thompson said he's confident the DOJ will bring proceedings if the evidence is as we presented it. A winter storm could really foul up Christmas travel plans this week. A powerful system will make its way across the northeast and mid-Atlantic regions leading up to the holiday weekend. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. The merriest, the merriest, the merriest, yes, the merriest. We wish you the merriest, the merriest, the merriest, you cheer. Merry New Year from Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan where blizzard conditions are possible with a major winter storm. That's going to hit Michigan just before the holiday weekend, according to the forecasters. A strong winter storm is the way they put it. The National Weather Service impacting the region Thursday and Friday with the high potential for making travel dangerous, including those blizzard conditions, uh, with winds gusting over 45 miles an hour and some models calling for gusts as high as 60 miles an hour with snow on top of it. And that means power outages, possibly lengthy ones, are also possible. Forewarned is forearmed, and uh, apparently it's uh, looking like a cold. And uh, it's a little less clear as to when the worst of the storm will track. But uh, we're looking at 40 to 60 mile an hour winds and snow and cold. And a lot of people are expected to travel during that period, during this low pressure system. And it uh, will move northeast right into the Great Lakes. Uh, now, there's a chance for rain and snow on Thursday that could change into freezing rain Thursday night. And by Friday, that temperature will drop and uh, we're going to get snow, too. High of 32, low of 25. And that's cold enough to freeze up the roads and so forth and so on. And wind chills will be below zero. And um, the forecast could change, but right now, this is what we're looking at. It is a white Christmas. You asked for it, and you got it. And uh, every year, uh, when we think about Christmas, and you know, you turn on the basketball game and you watch these kids that play for NCAA teams like Michigan State, superstar coaches like Tom Izzo, 
and maybe you even bet on some of those games. It looks all like, you know, almost like professional basketball, like these guys are adults. They're young adults, but at heart, they're kids. And so is their coach, Tom Izzo, because on his radio show, he gathers the players around uh, before they go home for the holidays, if they get to go home for the holidays, and decides to have a little Christmas because when he was a kid in the Upper Peninsula, he learned to play the accordion. So he trots out the accordion and usually puts on a Christmas hat. And uh, and it sounds like this. Just, just follow me now. So that's the Michigan State basketball team singing in the background. Yeah, I didn't say it was Carnegie Hall. It's Reno's with Tom Izzo, who probably plays the accordion once a year. Mine is still somewhere in a box, too. And I remember finding it amazing that when I saw his accordion at that performance one year, sure enough, in the big old box that carries the accordion are the notes that the teacher gave you, you know, how to play the songs and everything and all the musical pages and notes. And his were in there, too. All those years later, just kind of yellowed on paper, sitting in the box just like mine were and still are. Uh, you got a little more? Sure, let's do it. It's Christmas, Tony Cuthbert and the orchestra. Here's Tom Izzo and his one-man orchestra, along with his basketball player singers. They're talking. I'll just warm up my next, my next big song. <laughs> Tom Izzo loves golf, and uh, NBC has decided to put two of its announcers out to pasture, Roger Maltby. They've both been there about 23 years, and Gary Koch. And this weekend at the PNC Championship in Orlando, they said goodbye, and it sounded like this. Well, it is appropriate. If, if this is your last call of your last shot, you're calling the best. You are the best, Gary. Well, Peter, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yes, it has. I have uh, absolutely enjoyed every moment of the 26 years, and uh, we were clearly around at the right time, weren't we? I yep. was there when uh, Tiger won his very first event in 1996 at Las Vegas. I was fortunate enough to be on that call and certainly been involved in uh, 
a number of his other victories. The moment was just too big for him, Gary. <laughs> and Tiger missed the putt while Gary Koch was calling it there on camera. But Tiger did not miss the putt at TPC Sawgrass when Gary Koch made this famous call at the 17th Island Green. Honey, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Not the most poetic call, but one of the most famous because the putt trickled down by the hole and actually fell in. And so he just sort of repeated it as the putt got better and better and better and better. And he'll be fully retired. Roger Maltby will still do limited events, I guess, for Golf Channel because he just couldn't you know, give it up. He was having too much fun doing it. So they said goodbye this weekend after quarter century of golf broadcasting for NBC. It's Michael Patrick Shields all across we Michigan. We wish them very good luck. And the Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue as he did for them to know the word that sustains the weary and to think of golf and sunshine in the middle of a blizzard. Why not? It's MPS through the AT&T microphones. Beat the summer heat and the winter cold with a new carrier high-efficiency comfort system installed by Doty Mechanical. Doty Mechanical is your preferred carrier factory-authorized dealer, installing and servicing carrier products in mid-Michigan for over 30 years. With carrier cool cash and utility rebates, save money and energy at the same time. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 for your free estimate. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. Get more for your money when you shop your holiday meal and more at Meyer. Find delicious Meyer spiral sliced ham for just 89 cents per pound, limit two. And get 50% off the entire stock of holiday apparel for the family. And 50 to 60% off select outerwear for the family. Plus, get an additional 15% off your total toy department purchase with Emperks. Get more for your money and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. The Packers kept their slim playoff hopes alive after beating the Rams in Green Bay. Rams have been eliminated from playoff contention and tie the 99 Broncos for the most losses ever by a defending Super Bowl champ with 10. Rams defensive lineman and Packers corner Jair Alexander are the first two players to be elected to this year's Pro Bowl. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts sprained his throwing shoulder in their win over the Bears. Might not be available for Saturday's road matchup against the Cowboys. Colts running back Jonathan Taylor likely done for the rest of the season due to a high ankle sprain. In the association last night, Damian Lillard put up 28 to pass Clyde Drexler as a Trailblazers all-time leading scorer. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander spoiled the moment after hitting a baseline jumper at the buzzer to get the Thunder the win over Portland. Cavs down the Jazz for their fourth straight win. That's sports. Ronza Moss, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Thank you so much, Michael Patrick. It's always great working with you, and you make a difference talking to all the people that you do and pulling out the best in them as you have conversations, and it also gives us some really deep insights into what's really happening in our state. Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Outgoing State Senator Ken Horn, you may have just heard there. And, of course, he lives in Frankenmuth, where Bronner's Christmas Wonderland 
goes all year round. We're going to get a white Christmas, particularly this week with a blizzard headed our way. 83 years, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has kept a commitment to members and everyone in Michigan by building healthier communities and providing access to care in every zip code. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. Tony Cuthbert is here to talk some sports and the bowl game that takes place today is the northernmost of all the bowl games, and it involves a Michigan team. It sure does. None other than Eastern Michigan University, Michael Patrick. It is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and that game will be this afternoon, and the Eagles will square off against none other than San Jose State. And looking at the updated betting line as we speak right now, it is the Spartans of San Jose State favored by three and a half. How do you like your potatoes? Scalloped, mashed, baked, fried? Ooh, what is boy. it? Hash browns? What is it? Mashed potatoes are my go-to, but I must say tonight mm. we are doing a baked potato bar at the household, so I'm going to oh. have to give up my favorites for something I don't really care for, but I'm going to give it a whirl. Maybe I'll bake the old-fashioned potato skins and get rid of all that nonsense in the middle, if you know what I'm saying. What are you going to put on those baked potatoes? Because if you leave them in the oven long enough and they come out nice and fluffy and hot, they're delicious. But well, what we, you put on it is very important. First and foremost, we will be using the air fryer for this event that will take oh. place. And then we will have fresh broccoli, bacon, and sharp cheddar cheese. That will be the go-to tonight. Pretty standard. Yeah, they're, Pretty we're, standard. we're not too fancy when it comes to this stuff, unfortunately. But this is trail run. This is number one in terms of the trial. What about some CBD flakes or something like that? I uh, yeah, may, you know what? I'll have to make a stop after I leave here, and I'll pick some up. I mean, if you know a good place, let me know. I guess when it comes to all of that one. Hey, by the way, we have one other bowl game tonight, so maybe I'll be coming down from that baked potato with the CBD on it. It is Liberty, Liberty, Liberty taking on Toledo. It's all part of the. What is it, Boca Raton Bowl in Florida? So you have Boise and Boca tonight. What could be better than that when it comes to football? Monday Night Football last night, it was the Packers over the Rams 24-12. The defending Super Bowl champion Rams, without Matthew Stafford due to injury, have been eliminated from postseason contention. And that's brought to you by Dean Transportation. A Super Bowl hangover for sure. It's Michael Patrick Shields, available all day long starting now at mibigshow.com.